whatever. Let's get into it. Let's look at some good shit. Rose McGowan. Is there anybody who didn't try to rape her? That's <laughs> a, let's 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 go through a list of people that were in Hollywood. It's getting to the point where. Like, I don't know if you guys uh, uh, listening right now know what we're talking about, but apparently she accused um, Bill, Bill Maher of, of like, saying, I have a huge cock or something Whispered like that. Whispered it to her in a creepy way, apparently. Yeah. Whispered into her ear, I have a huge cock. Yeah. Maybe he's just confiding in her. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> maybe it's hard. Maybe, you don't know yeah, what it's like yeah, carrying around this huge about, cock all day. Yeah. Rose McGowan, uh, Bill Maher whispering to her about his huge cock during 1990s show. Um, here's what I, what I'll have to say. I don't want to like victim blame or whatever those things are. You know what I mean? Those things. But, um, if everybody tries you, if literally everybody in your, in your life tries you, you got to start looking at you. You might be throwing out some attitude. You might be throwing out. So, Cause I know as a dude, right? Like when yeah. we were all in college, you knew the girls that was giving pussy up to everybody. Oh. <laughs> you knew the girls and dudes would try uh, those girls with a different um level of spiciness yeah then they would try the girl who nobody ever hooked up with so maybe the rumor on the street rose was that you were out there getting plugged by everyone in hollywood and all you had to whisper in your ear is like yo i got a big cock and then that works you know what? I watched, I'm just. Is that reasonable? I feel like I've I've well, heard. Al, Al's shaking his head, but because it's not reasonable. Why is it not reasonable? reasonable? <laughs> We're on. the most reasonable people people in the podcast <laughs> world. That's you don't even believe that. That's why you. Started. Yo, no, I'm saying, <laughs> it's, isn't it? It's not weird. It's not weird. 1990s, 30 years ago, you remember what some old guy whispered in your fucking ear? You I have a been, big cock. Yeah, but I'm just saying. I think, think that was. The, this whole I think time. that was the culture in Hollywood. So it's like I think. Word no, she want to see that cock. Hey, here's she what, hasn't forgot about it. I know it. I've oh, heard women. That I I've heard female comics do this joke of I wish there was a way to know if a guy has a big cock or not before you have sex with him. There well, is. Bill Maher tried to tell you. He tried to do you a <laughs> favor. He's doing what you say you want. Yeah, you and need he's to wear a sweatpants. Yeah. You need to look at his fucking dick prints, trying yeah. to see how big he'd be when he's hard. He's telling you this shit is big, bro. Hey, listen, <laughs> secrets out. I don't know if I believe his dick is big. My dick is not. I'm trying That's to help people. He's trying to help people. We're but both is, just trying to help. Is that? I know that sounds like a crazy thing to say, but is that? That's not reasonable. Like you don't have to look at your behavior a little bit. Like if every dude in in Hollywood is just feeling so audacious that they'll whisper in your ear, "I have a huge cock." Like you don't think word is on the street amongst the producers Listen. and people going, "Yo, Rose is fucking for roles, yo." Like one of these guys just needs to come out. Low, low key, one of these guys needs to come out and just go. Why is she acting like she wasn't training dick sucks for roles? <laughs> why, why, like, what do these guys just got to say? Like, if, is Weinstein dead? With Weinstein's last corona breath, he got to just be like, she was training dick sucks for roles. <laughs> 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 One last corona ventilated oh, breath. Boy. He yanks out the tube and just goes, Rose is sucking dick for roles. <laughs> I'm sad. What? Bro, I thought you were a fan of Charmed. Say again? I thought you were a fan of Charmed. Huge fan. She's in Charmed? Yeah, son. I knew I didn't like that show. <laughs> the least like, Charmed. <laughs> Magic didn't even make this bitch Charmed. <laughs> Charmed was really carried by Alyssa Milano, Sharon DeHardy. I heard nothing but she was a bitch until Rose McGowan started talking. Now yeah. we all forgot Shannon Doherty was bad. Yo, Shannon Doherty was a diva. 
But she understood when a man with power said, I got a big cock. (laughs) (laughs) She she wasn't tripping off that, right? Like, she understood that's how it goes. Like, if you're a guy with a big cock and there's a girl next to you that's hot, there's this knee-jerk reaction. (laughs) There's this version of, like, man Tourette's where you got to be like, I have a big cock. (laughs) What do you even say to that? If someone said to that, if a girl leaned over to you, right, and goes, I got a really tight puss. What do you say to that? Like, do you go, like, how do you know? Like, like, how are you sure? Like, what, how do you, what do you say to that? If a girl goes, you got a tight puss, what do you say? I mean. I'm going to let Al answer this so Akash don't get (laughs) You're asking the wrong guy. Akash would give her a diagnosis, What if a girl said to you, I got a really tight pussy? Hey, man, good for you. That's what you said? You dap her up? Okay. I see you. That's the move is to act unaffected by, hey, that's what's up. Akash would go, same girl, and then give her a (laughs) (laughs) Al, what'd you do if a girl goes, yo, I got a tight puss? I'd be like, oh, you hitting them Kegels? Mm. Hitting them Kegels, that's it. Because that's a setup. In today's days, that me too. That is me too. She's trying to you set you up. You think the girls are me too and us with that? Yeah. Do you think it was possible? Actually, let's talk about this. Because she's going to deny the first comment and then they're just going to record what you said after. You're just describing the size of your cock. And what is he supposed to do? Is he supposed to yell it? Now he's bragging. You gotta whisper. You gotta it's whisper. For one person. Also, to you don't want it. everybody to know that. Oh, that is another point. We can't have this like body shame, you know, community who's like, don't make us feel shame for ourselves. We should be able to walk around naked. We should be able to be topless. We should be able to be fat if we want. What if my dick fat? <laughs> if my dick fat, can I not tell people about that? What if? Why is it that the penis is something that you can't describe, but Lizzo can describe her whole body as big and beautiful? Why can't your dick be big and beautiful? Is body shame only for people? Or like body positivity only for people who should be ashamed of their body? Yes. So Bill Maher got a big dick. He should be he able should to be, be proud of that just that. as much as Lizzo should be proud of her body. It is culturally, it is culturally um, a bad thing for, <laughs> it is for Jews to have a big dick. They be trying to chop pieces off of their dick all the time. <laughs> like when you think about it, like they do not like big dicks, bro. That I was know where that was going. Son. It is true, That's bro. So funny. Back in the day, Moses dragging his dick up in that fucking mountain to get them tablets, right? And they're like, I got to snip a little of this off so I don't get, you know, drag it on so many rocks. Real talk, man. Yeah. That's true. Oh fuck! This that that's why they write and read right to left. <laughs> why is that? Oh no, I didn't figure the end of that part out. <laughs> I could be so I impressed thought, if you did. I thought by the time I said it, I would have an answer, and so, I did it. I was a little bit insecure. I was like, "How the fuck is he gonna make this a big dick thing?" I don't, I don't know. know. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Okay. I've been, been super impressed. Almost the same as if he told me he had a big dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is, what is like sexually aggressive about saying you have a big dick? Yeah, cause. Like if he said something about her, like, oh, I want to like fuck you with my big dick. That's like, okay, chill. That's, that's that is too up. far. That's messed up. But if you just say a thing about your own anatomy. Or if you describe her anatomy too far, maybe. Yeah, that's messed up. But if you're describing your own body, what world do we live in where men cannot even describe their own body? It's what you had. You try to use the weapons at your disposal to get people to hook up. Why with you. would you use if the word gu- weapons? If a guy- <laughs> We're trying to make this not assaulting. Well, if a guy says, I have, I have a penthouse apartment up, uptown. That's yeah. what he uses to get girls. I have a huge penthouse. I have a, what if he said that? 
I have a huge penthouse up to, in Whispers. Is that? Yeah, is that I have a I have a uh, red Ferrari, nineteen ninety Testarossa. Mm. Mm. What have you talking about his dog? Yo, I have a huge cockapoo. I have, <laughs> yeah, a brand new blue nose. Maybe that's what he was saying. I have a huge cockapoo. It is weird what we missed can... the last part. Uh... Maybe that's the whisper just didn't get there. But I do think there's something. Do you think that he's going to lean over and do that to Priyanka Chopra? Mm. Uh, Absolutely. I'd... Nah. She's married. I don't so think she not. is. I don't think, excuse me. I don't think he is. Because she's married? Yeah, maybe. So and then you she made see it. those lips on her, though? Who, Priyanka? <laughs> yeah. That's how you get married. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> but like I'm saying, like I just think, I think they're, don't get me wrong, every girl experiences sexual harassment, yeah. right? Especially on the street, but let's not conflate these things. Mm-hmm. When you're on the street and you sexually harass, the assumption is you're never going to see that girl again. Mm. You're actually doing it to kind of like impress your boys. Ooh, interesting. Right? Like, I don't know if these construction workers, they're holding a fucking hammer and they're in Timberland boots and their jeans are all ripped and they see a girl walking down a dime piece and they go, damn girl, let me get that booty. I don't truly believe that they think the girl's going to stop and no, then come over and give them a the number. Fun. They're just trying to enjoy their job. Exactly. At the, your expense, right? Which is what they've been doing to their coworkers all day, mm-hmm. enjoying their job at their expense. This is what yeah. we do every single day. Yeah. Mm. Right? It gets boring on the podcast. Alex, you have abortions. Everybody's having fun. <laughs> right? Like we just, that's what we do to each other all the time, right? Now, I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying. But it is entertaining. It's entertainment. It is entertaining. Now, that being said, now, I understand how that's inconvenient. That sucks to the girl, right? That being said, if a guy is leaning over and saying that to you on his show, hmm. granted it's the 90s, something had to happen between you guys where he felt comfortable enough to do that. You're a guest on his show. You don't even work on him. You don't work for him. Mm-hmm. You don't really have a power dynamic over him in the 90s. Matter of fact, you might have been more popping than him in the 90s. It was a low big key. deal in the 90s. That's the last time she mattered until this. Real talk. So something is going on. There's word on the street or you're putting out an energy. Now, I'm not saying it's right necessarily what a guy says, but you should take note, mental note. You might be putting out an energy that makes guys feel like they should share their dick size with you. You know what? I'm wrong, Al? I'm not Al, a- you're shaking your head. Son, I'm not I'm wrong? saying anything verbally. Would you, <laughs> it's your daughter. It's your daughter. Your daughter comes to you. Every late night show I go on, the guys tell me how big their dicks are. Sit down. What's happening before that? Well, I'm asking them how big their dicks are. <laughs> <laughs> well, bitch, maybe that's why, right? <laughs> do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, wouldn't you, if it was your daughter, someone you truly loved and yeah. cared about, wouldn't no. you get to the bottom of this? Yeah, I don't, I don't even want. You wouldn't try to get to the bottom of this? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd be pissed at Bill Maher, but. I'd what? be trying to get to the bottom of Bill Maher. <laughs> yeah. Son, honestly, I wouldn't, I'm not even. That pissed at Bill Maher. This is a rich Jewish dude, <laughs> big dick. This guy owns Yo, the world. You know what? I'm like, thank you for being honest. Hey. Like, I'd be pissed at Bill Maher if hey, he was like. the best policy? Honesty? I'd be pissed at Bill Maher <laughs> if he was like, Yo. Hey, you know what? I think you're so talented. I think you're so... It's like, my daughter's not talented. She's in charge. Right? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, this is hickety-hokety-spocus, right? It's not real. But if if he was just kept in a fucking buck with her, I would be like, all right, that's what men do. This is a, learn, you, a lesson you can learn. But that's, you're putting out an energy That's valid. There. That's valid. It is honest. It's and, honest. And it's all these dudes pretending they're feminists and then trying to sleep with these girls at the rallies you're a fucking creep to me thank you you're phony yeah. you're duplicitous you're what duplicitous oh son did nick cage star in that movie <laughs> Jeez. 
Son, no, he's multiplicitous. Oh, he can do whatever I he knew, wants, yo. He can do whatever he wants. I knew it was one of those. <laughs> spell from Charm, bro. Son. Son, that's but that's like deceitful. These guys were like, this is what a feminist looks like. That's what a rapist looks like. Son, 100%. That's what I'm saying. So I'd sit down. I'd be like, listen, this is what dudes do. Now, you might be putting out an energy and maybe it's just because you're social you want to network you want to be friends with everybody but you're putting out an energy in some way that's making dudes feel comfortable being honest with you if you're not ready for that honesty you need to put out a different energy so they feel like they gotta lie so here i don't disagree people would say blaming victims whatever let's put that aside then for what a are second. you a victim of <laughs> what are you a victim of let's put that aside that's, this, so. that's what i'm saying that's what it's like isn't the timing a little odd Go on. Rose McGowan is irrelevant. She's relevant in the 90s, right. completely irrelevant after, what, the late 90s until about 2018. Then she pops with the Me Too thing. Yeah. Drops some allegations, whatever. Yeah. Seems to me like that was her hit, and then she needed a sequel. You waited uh, a year and a half to say this. Why didn't you just let all the allegations go at once? And guess who's been popping lately? Guess who's had a lot of viral videos during this whole corona Bill Maher. Mm. Big Dick Bill. Yo, you could have gone at Billy Maher. You could have gone at Bill Maher in 2018 back when you were taking down Weinstein. But you didn't, huh? Huh? You did not. Huh? So, listen, if it all happened to you, fine. If you're the victim, fine. Isn't the timing odd? That's all I would say. Statue of limitations on sexual harassment. 30 days. (laughs) (laughs) Son, I think that's generous. I'm beyond. It's a Macy's return policy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, hey, you kept it in for that long. Maybe you liked it. Yeah, you know I mean? thirty days. You couldn't figure that shit out in thirty days. Yo, you couldn't. Come you on, bro. You couldn't bring your complaint a here. A couple words. We're not talking about physical touch. That's assault, right? We're talking about words. You have thirty days to complain about words. No, just words. Thirty days tops. I thought you were talking physical words. 14 days. No, Yo, son. Fourth, no, no. I'm with it. I'm with it, bro. I knew within two hours if I was keeping my Oculus or not. <laughs> I knew within two hours if I was keeping my Oculus. Right? You can't figure out in two hours if it was sexual harassing oh. enough. Oh, man. You need, you need a fucking 14 day, 30 day. We'll give them 30 days. You need 30 days to figure out if that shit is sexual harassment. And if not, shut it up. Yo. Yeah, physically, no, whatever. You always bring that up whenever you want. How long have I been with my girl? One year tops. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) None of you bitches can get me. (laughs) Apparently, Bill Maher was saying, like, it almost sounds like he was saying a joke. Okay, go. So she goes on his show. This is the tweet. So she tweeted at him in order to get this allegation out. Yeah. So she goes on his show, Politically Incorrect. Yeah. And he, I mean, he kept I mean, it 100%. 100% <laughs> That's the name right? of the show. He's on I mean, brand, Bill Maher. I'm just saying. <laughs> the show isn't Describe My Dick Politely. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's Politically Incorrect. So she goes on during a commercial break. He leans over and goes, my parents didn't give me a good face, but they did give me a huge cock. It's like, that's, that's kind of like a joke. He's, he's spitting. He's just spitting, bro. He's just spitting. And he knows he's ugly. And I respect his self-awareness. He does. He is ugly, bro. Listen, and you can't judge a book by its cover. We always say it all the time. He's just trying to tell you what's inside the book. Yo, have y'all seen Ghostbusters 2? Yes. You know, the guy, the painting? Yes. Okay. Don't Bill Maher look like the <laughs> Jewish version big. of that dude. Exactly. It's <laughs> so crazy. Like if somebody put, could put like Jewish filter on the guy in the thing. 
<laughs> it's Bill Moore. Get that image up. <laughs> I bet his soft dick like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, though. Facts, though. Came through. He just sounds like a guy with no game. Like the ones on... Uh, now, that's kind of bars, Al. No, no, no. The ones on dating apps that they just put their height... Mm. I did tell my friends to do that. I did have, but a I'm saying that's that, the yeah. equivalent of that. It's like he's not tall. But yeah, his dick is tall. But how does he know his dick's big if he's tiny? I like mean, the fact that Akash is know? small and he says his dick's small. That's how I know it's tiny. <laughs> you ain't wrong when you're right. Comparatively, <laughs> you ain't wrong when you're right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what you got there, bro? Son, you got a little stump town. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, what would you whisper into a girl's ear? What would you say? Like, how would you describe it? My dick? Yeah. I would leave that to her imagination. Okay. You know I mean? But like, what would you exactly, say? I'd be like, hey, girl, look at me. Look yeah. at my body. Look at my face. Dick matches. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. That's good. How like, rich how, must I be? How would, you, how, would you, how would you big up your dick in the best way possible? Is it like soft? Is the skin soft? Hey, girl, let me tell you something. My shit? Yeah. It gets the job done. Sometimes. <laughs> I got the civic of dicks. <laughs> Got a dick civic. Anyway, all right. Well, I just need to get that off my chest. I was feeling a little annoyed by that, but I think we. Hey, we you know what? what? It didn't take you 15 years to get it off your chest. Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? 30 days, yo. We're giving girls 30 days to get this sexual harassment off. 30 days, yo. Real talk. And think about it. Yeah. I don't even know. I'll be honest with you. I don't even know if it's 30 days from the incident. I think it's just a flat month. Wait, what? I think it's just a month. So, like, anything that happens in May, you got to figure that out in May, bro. Yo, I think you got to figure it out in May, bro. You get your cat calling none on the 28th. That's oh, what I'm talking God. about. You know what I mean? Because think about it, because leap year, February 29th, that ain't even really a day. And we're going to be out there barking. <laughs> you can't get us. Because <laughs> it's not a real day. Now, what if your daughter gets sexually harassed? Now what? Cat called or sexually harassed? Bofa. Like, if she gets, like, let's just Anything. say. Anything. If, if you're physically inconvenienced in any way. Yeah. You might have to die if you're the guy. You got to kill a guy. You might, in you that might month. have to kill the guy. Huh? In that month. No. It, it, physical has no statute. Physical the, is no, always. Put a statute because I'm going to handle it. What's that? That day. I'm going to handle it that day. Valid. Valid. Mm. I almost had to blow up the, this fucking matcha store. Did I tell you guys about oh, yeah. that? What, what ended up happening with that? Because the guy was rude to my girl. Rude so, so to my you? girl. He, the, she was waiting outside for social distancing when two other bitches was getting their matcha. Mm -hmm. And then the, the guy tried to close the fucking place. And he's like, she's like, I've been waiting outside from before four. So the guy was like, ugh, fine. Come in, rolled his eyes, came in, made the matcha. She said, made a hella shitty. So I had to go the next day. Can I be honest? This is the whitest story yeah, I've ever no, heard right? on every so, level. Oh my it's god! Matcha. The guy rolled his eyes at the girl. Yeah, and then she was respecting social distancing in every way. This is the whitest <laughs> story I've well, ever. Okay. I went the next day in and fairness, I had a fucking conversation yeah, with that guy. Rolling right? eyes is like a white hate crime. Yeah, that is <laughs> real talk. Yeah. Don't roll your eyes. A dog. Dude, rolling his eyes is at a girl that he just met is like, come on, bro. And What's then he deal? goes to the place the next day. I want to speak to your manager. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I spoke to him. So what you said? This him. is the whitest story with, ever. I went with her. I said, "Wait outside. I'm gonna go talk to this motherfucker." <laughs> I went. I spoke to him, and I said, "Yo, yo, it's my girl's birthday. Just go out there and just wave." 
right? <laughs> just wave like that, wave like that. <laughs> so he waves at my girl. I go, yo, thank you, I appreciate it. I buy the matcha and I was like, yup, did he learn a lesson? <laughs> and she goes, she goes, I mean, he waved at me. I was like, yeah, I told him to apologize. And I was like, you gotta look at that girl and be nice no matter what. So that's what happens. Oh my God. Sometimes you gotta teach a lesson. She gotta know who the fucking, you know, the king of the kingdom yo, is. Yo, you let him know. Son, man. I'm out here. Uh, what really happened? Nothing. <laughs> we went back. I was a bitch. <laughs> we went back. We got there. I was like, I went outside with the electric bike, man. I can't let this electric bike down. <laughs> wow, you didn't even call it a motorcycle? When you don't beat up the matcha dude, it's a it's a bike, bro. It's an electric bike, bro. Come on, Drew. What's happening, son? So I've literally thought about. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to knock this guy out for being completely reasonable? My girl showed up at four. But I can't tell my girl she's wrong. It's quarantine. So, <laughs> so I'm in this fucking conflict. I'm biking hella slow trying to put all the pieces together. We get to the goddamn spot. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh I, would, I would not tip him, but then I guy's going to make fun of me for trying to punish motherfuckers doing the shit I shouldn't do already. Yo, tipping a fucking barista infuriates me. I got to tip you before you do your job. Huh? What kind of shit is that? Every the whole tip system is you do your job and then I like the service so I tip you. Oh, you got him started on tips. Son. I know. Oh, you about to be in, it's about to be ten minutes. Dude, man man He's about to up, go yo. to that matcha dude and fight him for you. Son. <laughs> this motherfucker, yo, don't roll your eyes, yo. Hey, hey, let's you and me go talk to this guy. Who are you rolling your eyes at, yo? Son, usually that's the unnecessary part. Can I be honest with you though? That's what you gotta find when when can you can I girl, be honest with you, bro? In that situation, yeah. you gotta find. <sighs> Anything be like, hey man, I get it, but like you don't have to roll your eyes like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know how to do that. Oh, because if someone's rude to your girl at a certain point, you can be like, I kind of get it, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, there's never a point nah, where I don't no. get it. <laughs> there's never a point I don't rudeness. I completely understand. Oh man, physical shit that's different. Yeah, but the guy is at work getting corona every day. He's about to close up the shop, and then he sees another person outside. That's worth the eye roll. Nah, but <laughs> that's it, not worth the eye roll. In your girl bugging, defense, son. I'm bugging. You're bugging, <laughs> son. You just gotta like no, look no, no. macho I, for I, your I'm, shorty. Son. <laughs> Ow. 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 Let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, oh now, let me tell you something. For those listening, Andrew sleep. just broke the I mic. Lost sleep. I lost sleep over this, bro. Are you trying to prove how tough you are now, dude? Yeah, bro, this is what I almost did to the Macho Man. Yeah, Macho Man. Macho <laughs> Man Randy Savage. <laughs> almost got fucking Ric Flair. Randy Savage. I literally, I literally walked oh. in there like, whoa. <laughs> it's the diamond wing wearing <laughs> champagne drinking social Brian distancing <laughs> social distancing oh fuck God. son <laughs> hold up hey, oh what was God. his line oh yeah <laughs> what shit he used to say all the oh, time cream of the crop <laughs> oh shit hold up son 
Yeah, let that be a said, warning. He told us he was going to have this confrontation last week. Yeah. Were you here? Yes. He was like, I'm about to go out to beat up the macho man. I just have to do it. He was with my girl. <laughs> Can I tell you what really happened, son? Yes. I went in there. Please. I'm going to tell you what really happened. I don't give a fuck. I, I don't give a fuck. Do it like, do it like, do it like macho man. Really happened. I don't care if y'all judge me. This is what happened. Do it like macho man. Let's go. You all want to know? This is what happened. I said, babe, hold the bike outside. She holds the bike outside. I go in there, right? I go, yo, let me get two. Uh, and I, I forgot what my fucking girl wanted. So I had to come back. <laughs> I go, babe, what you want? And then she goes, I would like a fucking macadamia nut, a matcha, whatever. I'm already deflated saying macadamia nut milk, right? I'm already deflated to saying that. Let me get a macadamia nut, uh, matcha latte. Let me get two of them shits, right? He goes to do it, and I'm waiting to have the confrontation when he comes back, oh right? God. And no bullshit, they just started selling these like Thai vanilla peanut butter <laughs> cup things. <laughs> so, so, so here's the thing. Yo, yo, yo. So these shits look so delicious, oh right? God. But they're behind the counter. Okay. Oh, you got to ask him for one. So I can't curse the motherfucker <laughs> out and then get my Thai vanilla peanut butter cups, right? So, it's <laughs> a selfish ass son, motherfucker. Son, 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 so, you don't defend your girl's honor for some fucking peanut no, butter. No, I said son. this. I said it. My girl can't hear nothing. She's outside. So Thai I go. Vanilla. So I go like this. So I go like this. I go. I, I give her the nod, like it's about to go down. I'm like, yo, I gotta talk to you. I'm talking to peanut butter cups. It's, it's fire. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to like position myself so my girl can't they move the hands a lot. I'm gonna need two of them talking on peanut butter cops. And then, you know, you go outside. He felt bad. He threw in some Thai vanilla peanut butter cups, babe. And you shake his hand at the end and make it look like you really had the. You know what I mean? You really patched things up. I go out there like, babe, you could go here anytime you want now. It's not going there 401. What if she rude to him? What if he rude to her again? Nah, nah, nah. Then we got a fight. But he didn't get a warning. I haven't had a fight in a while. What do you mean fight? Like I my, haven't my, had a like a fight, like a physical, not even a pushing physical altercation in a while. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that I want to have one, but I'm saying I haven't had one in a while. It's going to happen. It's like, the laws of the world, if right? If you have to order eight peanut butter cups, you would. I would fight him? No, no. This kid is he's a, he's a tiny little fucking kid. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's unfair. It's not. And I have it. But like, I mean... Correct me if I'm wrong. Al, you know eventually there's going to be another fight. It's only the law of inertia. Is I used that a to thing? have the dumbest logic when I was younger. If I went too long without a fight, I'll you go looking one. for one because it's like I got to make sure I'm still like. You still got it. Yeah, I got to make sure I still can It's going to happen. And that was the worst logic. I would go out there looking for a fight. Yeah, and see, and that's what happened. And then you get caught by a motherfucker. And then the macho yeah. man throws some fucking green and stuff in your And then you wind arm. up in prison in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I had know. a pretty good record. I was eight and three. Oh. I kept my record. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember the first time I spoke to Al about that and he did tell me his record and he included the losses and I was like, wow, this guy's really honest about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I respect this. A couple times I got my ass beat. <laughs> I did. But then you believe the eight. Yeah. Right? Oh, then sure. you're like, nah, he won yeah, the eight. Yeah, he got his eight. He There's won those no eight fights. No, no those started from when I was a kid up until not very long ago. So I remember, <laughs> them, remember them fucking... Uh, until about 2017. Yeah. <laughs> them fucking... What's it called? Uh, is that a, is that is that a that three or is that an eight? I take that as a win because I connected. He, did, he didn't. That wasn't me. a win. Because so he didn't enough. punch me with anything. Sorry. He hit me with a stick. Yeah, seven, but he moved you like a hundred feet. <laughs> How did he move me with a stick? He actually moved you much more than hundred feet. He moved you to a prison. <laughs> no, it don't matter. I got that. He he legit put you on the mat. The yoga mat they gave you and ASAP yeah, Rocky to sleep on. So that motherfucker I, put you to the mat. I yo. connected 
And then a little while later, he dropped. So I dropped him. I dropped him. <laughs> no, I dropped him. He did he fall or not? He fell when he I was running him. after me when I, I was running his, away. I put his fucking <laughs> no, he leg. wasn't. Nah, nah, nah. So stop <laughs> acting like I didn't do that. But then people. He had to get his people to get and on not, So that means oh, I won. And we can't get this trial video, can we? Nah, it's too late. That guy, he's not even a lawyer anymore. I tried contacting him. Oh, he quit <laughs> after that case? What I happened? Know, but I don't know. He had to deal with Andrew. Oh, my God. So he said he doesn't have access Because I bodied him. I cucked him. I cucked him in court, bro. Think about, think about, imagine you have your whole it's case. Like you did you the macho your, man? Real talk. Imagine you got your whole case. You, you put hey, your yo, fucking. Al, I'm going to take everything. I'm going to get you yo, out of here. Cover your ears. <laughs> yo, he is black, and he kind of deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> did I say that? Oh, he's man. like, yo, I took care of it, bro. No, I played into the race card a little bit. You have to. They got white guilt over there yeah. yeah but i tried to like reverse psychology them on the race card oh i was yeah. like i don't usually see things like this but like i was i was really <laughs> trying to lean in but i did cuck your lawyer and maybe that's why he quit <laughs> maybe son i was out there on the fucking ralph loren you know what i mean what? i came was through another nah, nah, it shirt, it was shirt it but was i had that, I, I had that yeah. ralph i pulled up in that wreck it ralph <laughs> and bro i wrecked pride. that courtroom dog yeah. fat bitch <laughs> remember that fat bitch yeah, yeah, yeah. stupid oh that was a fun time no, it wasn't. Minus the 28 days. <laughs> Say what? I said minus the 28 days. That was a fun time. That's a vacation, bro. We need to get back out on the road, man. Fuck all this shit. Elon Musk is doing it. Sweden's open. That's Elon. the only place that stayed open. Let's the go. The one place that we could fucking go do shows. <laughs> oh, that's a rough one. That's a rough one. You think you could talk to the club owner for me, see if I can get over there? <laughs> I got you, bro. If you want to go over there. Son, all right, you, all right, all right. Defend your girls on it. Say what? Shape, son. You got to go back to that mantra. You got to say something. Yeah, you got to go up what to him. I go you say? go up to what him. You I whisper in his ear. You go, I got a huge cock. <laughs> <laughs> and then just see what he does, bro. Then, then your ball. What should I say though? What nah, should I you say? You gotta be like, look, man, I, I get it. It's tough, but you can't sit here and fuck. my girl's trying to respect that you got to deal with all this shit. And then you roll your eyes at her. It's just disrespectful. That's it. That's all. Nah, be. And then if he fires back, be like, look, man. Honestly, you're right, but I did my job. So I'm going to see you later. See, nah, I can't do it. I don't understand reasonable conversation. now too much time went by. Now it's too late. Also, well, you got to understand this. The next day, you should just be like, yo, my girl came home yesterday. Also, she you got to understand this. They were Thai vanilla peanut butter cups. Yeah, nah, it was bomb. Yeah. They slapped. <laughs> yeah. But like, you also got to say, my girl loves this fucking matcha spot. So I don't. <sighs> I already ruined one restaurant with a past girlfriend. <laughs> Which one? Via de la Pache. I'm so on 7th Street and 2nd go Avenue. Okay, I think it burned down. Uh, <laughs> Pause? Yeah. <laughs> nah, it wasn't me. But we went there one time and it was an empty restaurant. I asked for this specific table and they said no and they tried to put me another table. And I said, nobody's here. Can we just go in this table? And they said no. And then forever, mortal enemies. <laughs> That's the only restaurant my dad remembers. You know, my dad's yeah. memory is gone. He remembers one restaurant. I refuse to go to that restaurant. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't go. I just can't go. <laughs> that was your Michael Jordan restaurant. Son, loathed them. <laughs> Eventually I got over it, but that I couldn't do this again for her because she loves this matcha spot. It's right by her. Did when, you have a conversation with the Italian restaurant? A little bit. When did you get over it? Around the time it burnt down? No. <laughs> <laughs> right before. <laughs> Yeah, man. So I gotta, I gotta be better at that. I bet at the, you know, confrontations. Because I don't. What you're saying is very reasonable. I don't know how to be reasonable in confrontation. It's just go time. Yeah. You guys have experienced it. I don't. I'm not no, like bro. defending honor is overrated. 
That's the best part about being oh Christian, dude. If some shit happens, to my, <laughs> if some shit happens to my girl, I just go turn the other cheek, babe. That's how it goes. All right, read the Bible. He's so connected. I just don't think it's <laughs> honor. The last shall come first. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Meek will inherit the earth. So be meek, bitch. What do you want? <laughs> I just don't think it's honor. I think like you have to do that when you're ready to fucking tear the house down. If you're not willing to tear the house down, don't even go about it. That's a crazy, crazy statement. There's no gray area at all there. So like, <laughs> I just feel like if you're gonna have a confrontation, you gotta be willing to burn the, the whole restaurant. Yeah. So That's like, here's an example, right? Like, I remember once this homeless uh, guy was like acting crazy, like I think towards my mom or like in the area of my mom. Yeah. And then my mom goes, ah! and starts to like run, and my dad goes, eh, calm down. Right, he just doesn't want to calm down because he knows that guy's not gonna do nothing. Yeah. But then there was one time this car almost hit me and my brother, and I never seen my dad act out physically ever. And he just starts slamming the hood mm -hmm. of the car, right? Because that's a life or death situation. You blow shit up. The other one, nothing's gonna happen. What are you getting all fucking riled up about? Yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't reasonable of him because the car didn't hit you. So why are you gonna cause damage to the car that didn't do anything? Just scared you. That wasn't reasonable, but he stood up for your honor. Early you life, early life imprinting, bro. <laughs> early life imprinting, bro. Early life imprinting, bro. They could have serious damages, a serious, of, uh, you know, PTSD and that kind of shit. It's a real. Do you think it's, it's affected you still? Say what? Has it affected you still? Yeah, honestly. What do you think happens? I just, you know. <laughs> honestly, I don't. I don't feel comfortable talking about it. <laughs> I get a little emotional. I get a little choked up when I'm talking about it. Y'all really gonna make me punch this matcha guy in the face? <laughs> you need and to, if something son. happens and I get locked up, that's on y'all. I just want to say. You already got out locked up, whatever. Even Stevens. All right. All right. All right. I'll testify for you. All right. <laughs> like, hey, yo. Good, good. <laughs> this white nigga over here, <laughs> he good. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's uh, stop for a second. Everybody's hair is looking crazy right now. Let's be honest. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. You know what? We're blessed enough to have here. Huge blessing. Huge blessing because the number one thing that describes how well a guy ages or defines how well a guy ages in life is having a full head of hair. Yep. There are guys that do not look young. They have a full head of hair. They're all of a sudden looking amazing for their age. Yep. Guy 22 years old, fully bald. You're like, yo, that motherfucker's aging. Tragic. Tragic. Bad. Fully tragic. Bad. Yeah. Right? So you have the option to not go bald now. Okay? You have this as an option. It is available to you as a human being. This is the future. You are fucking living in it right now. It's a medical marvel. Medical marvel. It's a miracle. Seriously, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Absolutely. It's a miracle. Honestly, if Jesus didn't have amazing hair, he probably wouldn't be walking on water. He'd be Judas. Okay. Wait, what is that? Judas the guy that betrayed Jesus. But what about the hair? If he was bald, he'd be Judas. Oh, was Judas bald? I don't know, probably. See what happens? Okay. Do you know what I mean? You really threw me off with that one. <laughs> My bad, yo. My bad. Point, point, is, point is, you can keep your hair. This is how you got to do it. You go to keeps.com, okay? Use this medication. I've been using this for 10 years of my life. Keeps.com, what they're going to do is they're going to give you your first month free. You can get a hair uh, restoration and a keeping your hair product for uh, low as $10 a month. Simple as that, $10 a month to keep your hair. You spend way more money on that for things that do not get you even close to the amount of pussy that a full head of hair would. Just be serious here. $10 a month, one drink is $15. $10 a month, you don't have to buy girls drinks when you've got a full beautiful head of hair. Simple as that. It's going to save you money. 
That 10 bucks is actually going to save you money. Keeps.com, okay, slash flagrant. You can get your first month free. That's what we're going to do for you. And then you can get a program $10 a month. I mean, come on. Try it for a month. It's going to work. And then you're paying $10 as less than a Netflix subscription. That's right. Okay. Way more valuable than Netflix. This is what's going to get you the Netflix and chill. That full head of hair. Yeah. Okay? Without it, you just chilling. Exactly. Watching by yourself. <laughs> yeah. So what's, uh, what I want you to do is you have to give it a few more months than just that first month. Also, don't don't jump the gun with it. It's going to take okay. a few months to get in. That being said, let those effects settle in and get that full head of hair back. And let's get back to the show. Keeps.com. K-E-E-P-S.com slash flagrant. All right. Anyway. All right. What else is going on? Elon Musk opening up the country. He... The fucking goat. Mike Tyson about to box again. Tyler Hero's a hero. What else you want to talk about? <laughs> Nigga, why you just, Are you just read reading the, whole the list? topics, bro? I'm waiting for you to respond. Like we haven't to done the podcast for three fucking years. <laughs> just pick one. I'm waiting for you to say something. And then we go on it, bro. bro I can read something. too, motherfucker. I can respond <laughs> to something. Grab on. Takashi. Takashi. Oh, it's the greatest of all time. Oh, there man. you go. The greatest of all time. Was, and if you hate on Takashi, I was hoping you didn't read. If you hate on Takashi, you're crazy. No, I, somebody crazy. make the argument. Somebody make the argument against Takashi. I don't understand it. I don't either. Make an argument against Takashi. I don't think he's gonna last as long as you do. But he's no, no, no. I'm not talking about how smart. long he lasts. But they fuck your baby mama, right? They kidnap you. They beat you up. They try to kill you, or they say they're gonna kill you, and they fuck with your mom. And you're supposed to be loyal to them. No, nah, yeah, the, that's not the full story. What's like, the full this, story? No, I'm saying we don't know the full story. There's okay. no way that he was rolling with these guys, and all of a sudden they just all just turned on him like that. I mean, he got like, rich and they didn't, right? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You're supposed to take care of your people. If you, your people are rolling so with you, you're supposed to take so care. You of think them, he so. didn't take care of them? And yeah. that's why they. they yeah, they, there's I no think, reason to steal from your dude if you're being taken care. of. I disagree. I think you that want when that you hire rolling. I think when you hire thieves, they do thieving shit. Like these motherfuckers steal for if you're part of a gang, right? That is selling drugs and like involved in illegal activity, you don't know how to turn that off. It's not like or very few people know nah, how to turn that not. off. So it's like it's not like all of a sudden when you're making money, oh, we're gonna go legit. I'm gonna accept my uh, you know, five percent that Takashi gives me, or I'm gonna do that. No, nah, they're like, hold up. I could get a lick over here. Okay, we got a million coming in. Okay, I could actually scrape a few little bit off of this. Like, I could do this show for eighty grand. Okay, if I cut this deal on the side, I'll give him the 60 and I'll keep 20. I think they're trying to get no, no, no. money from them so all that, over the place. That I can understand, like just trying to skim shit off the top, which is still fucked up. But I'm talking about the kidnapping moms and shit like that. That is, hey, I'm getting yeah, you back yeah, yeah. for some shit. Okay, okay. So let's back up. I think they broke the trust first by trying to steal. And I think that came out a while back. Remember when like he was supposed to do some show? And then he canceled a bunch of dates. He's like, because motherfuckers were stealing from me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I believe he was told he was only going to make like 14000 uh, or some a show. But really, he was making like twenty two or some shit like that. So they would just- Even more. Or they told like him a different number than what and he was actually going to pay. And not that's his people. Like, yeah, yeah. Not his So then he just agent. cut them all off like cold turkey. As you should. Yeah. But so, then if you're going to stop my money, now they're going to- but that's not you. his fault. If that's how it happened. What I was thinking maybe could have happened is like, you know, he's throwing all his money around and maybe they think he's got it like that, but he doesn't. Right. Maybe he's flexing for more than just a grand. Maybe they buy into it and he doesn't have that money. That and then they're be. looking at him like, why is he not taking care of us? You so fucking rich. We're sitting here with nothing or whatever. Fuck yeah. you. And I don't and think that's it's all it about the money. But the if that is the case, if they're, if you're getting 30000 a show and somebody says, hey, you're getting paid twenty, and then they take ten off the top, fuck you. You're not getting me the shows. 
I highly doubt his gang member friends are getting him a fucking gig in uh, Del, Del whatever in so California. The money's one element. The other element is that, hey, he wasn't blood initially. He got with this gang and like then he started repping Treyway and they were his muscle. And so they're the ones taking the risks like shooting at fucking rappers and yep. beating people up and robbing motherfuckers. But he's making those calls. Like we saw him on the TMZ tape like saying, yo, go send some shots at it or whatever, whatever, whatever. So it's like. Isn't how all of it works? Yeah, but I'm saying if you're guessing, if obviously. you're one of the generals and you're making the orders, it's like, nah, you with the gang too. So now if the whole gang got caught up in the Rico, you gotta go down with the gang as well. You can't Can you explain snitch. Rico to people real yeah, quick? What's the Rico? Oh, that's um it's I I don't know what it stands for, but it's basically just a law that the federal government came up with to take down gangs. Giuliani so, actually found it and that's how he broke the mafia. It's uh, pretty incredible. Yeah. Racketeering influenced in corruption organizations. Yeah. So it's like if we can prove you know we don't have to catch you making like actually doing the crime, but if we can prove you roll with the gang that did that crime, you all go down. So this is the thing: how the the mafia was really brilliant in the way they insulated the top dogs. Mm -hmm. So there was no way to really get to the top dogs. Mm -hmm. So they had to um, create some some law where they could punish someone who was associated for it. And I think there's Rico, and then there's another one called like a conspiracy to commit crime or whatever like that. Mm. So it's like, if there's a phone call about the crime that's going to be committed, even if you don't commit it, you're tied into it. Yeah. So these were laws basically uh, made to break the Dons mm. because the Dons were completely insulated from any bad shit was happening. Mm. And uh, then they start to use them on like, you know, the drug gangs and that kind of shit like that. And it and it's worked. I mean, they got the whole fucking uh, Bobby Schmurda, right? Like all of them, they got on Rico, mm -hmm. right? So- I guess with, with the 6 9 shit, it's tricky because you don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg, right? My assumption is is probably a little bit of both, right? It's like a little bit of envy, like what Akash was saying, right? And maybe they weren't being paid as much as they thought they should be. And to be honest, they're not managers. Yeah. Right? Like They're muscle. They're muscle, but also they're the validating component in your career. If you're going to be thug guy, yeah. you need this gang to be thug guy, not only to protect you, but to prove that you are blood when you say you're blood. Mm -hmm. So they have every right, in my opinion, to have a negotiation with Takashi and be like, listen, Takashi, you're like a short, fat Mexican kid without us. What value do we bring to you? And if he says 5%, then they could be like, nah. If he says they if he's a ten percent, they could be like nah. It could be fifty fifty. You don't know. Mm -hmm. They have to decide what that's worth. Takashi is clearly the criminal mastermind, or just genius, not even criminal. Like he found a way to make a career for himself. It was like fucking brilliant what he did. Yeah. So they have to go. Okay, maybe I'll take. You know what? Maybe I'll take one percent of career earnings of this guy who might make a hundred million dollars in his career. That's pretty nice. They have to have the foresight to look at that. And I think what happens is when you're when you're a guy who for a living gets money quick, when you're a guy who's like, fuck, I need to pay rent. I'm going to go rob a motherfucker. When you just think about money now, it's hard to think about money in the future. And I think they made a fucked up situation. I think they stole. Or I think they did some like little foul shit with his baby mama. I think he cut him off. And then from there on, yeah. then the other yeah. stuff happens. But I think they started it. Takashi has no uh, incentive to start it. Think about it. He knows he needs muscle. He knows he needs protection. Why would he fuck those guys over? I mean, 
if let's say if those guys think, hey, I'm supposed to be getting a percentage of the earnings, yeah. but Takashi hasn't really adjusted my payment, but all of a sudden we see him copping houses, whips, da, 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 like the money's rolling in, but for some reason it's not rolling in for them. Mm-hmm. They, you can grow resentment, and especially this is not really my dude. It's not my friend. It's just somebody who attached himself to me. Mm, it's to a blow business up. relationship. Yeah. So it's like, nah, like I can just see resentment growing. You also can't I can do- see wrongs on both sides. But the, at the end of the day, if you're doing criminal activity together, you go down together because you're doing it together. It's if, if what, the way real you're quick approach- to that, real quick to that, though, is um, that's the tricky thing about if you're doing criminal activity together, you go down together and why that doesn't work. And Takashi spoke about this in his live is that he's like, what assurances do I have if I didn't rat? that they wouldn't kill me in jail. They were trying to kill me outside of jail. You don't think they're going to send someone at me in prison to kill me? Of course they are. So what incentive do I have to not rat? So with Bobby Schmurter, for example. Bobby that Schmurter, makes sense though, right? Bobby Schmurter could have took a deal to rat on his dudes, not do any jail time, and they would have got a lot more time. But the difference is those There's are his difference. dudes, and the way you're saying it, it's a business agreement. But I would also say to this, if you're going to get in business with thug motherfuckers, know that if things go awry, they're going to handle so things the way they know how. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. But You knew what you were getting into. Mm-hmm. But uh, the difference between the Shmurda and the Takashi situation is Shmurda and his boys were on the same page. Shmurda's boys weren't trying to kill Shmurda and fuck his girl and do all this foul shit That's to Shmurda, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I see both sides. I see reasons on both sides. But How I- long was Takashi in jail? Uh, I think a year, I believe. He, he was, was supposed to do two. He was, but he was, he was in jail to, more than a year, right? Well, one year, I think, waiting for trial. And then it was supposed to be, like, the sentence was two years. So he did one year waiting for trial. So they count that time. Right. And then I think he did, like, six months. He got out early. And then he got out a little early. Corona but shit. my feeling is, like, if they couldn't prove anything on any of them, he has no reason to snitch. Nah, I, I'm pretty sure they had enough. Because once the feds come, feds usually don't lock people up until they have... A, the, a, like a kiss yeah. they got like a 90 what is it like yeah, a 97 percent like, conviction rate yeah, yeah. so, so they're only like, coming through when they know it's going down it's just to me we we they're oh man we talk in absolutes about snitching because it has such a great rhyme with it snitches get stitches this that the other and i understand if you're operating outside the law you don't have to involve the law i understand that from a culture perspective mm-hmm. and the law ain't necessarily been fair to you so, That's true. Mm-hmm. Why fuck the law? What's the point? Right. Fuck you. Right. I trust you. But at the same time, I I find it very difficult to be loyal and to uphold the code to people who are not loyal to you. I, I just don't understand that. I wouldn't do that. I, I wouldn't in a fuck. Are you kidding me? You come at me, you, you steal from me, you do any of these types of shit, and I'm going to be loyal? Fuck that. To that point, we have a home uh, comic friend, Rel Battle. He would always have this bit about how, like, the snitches get stitches shit. Like, you should never snitch. It's a little crazy. And then the second he would say that, it would get crazy. And then he'd be like, basically the joke was like, if a guy's molesting somebody, I don't remember the punchline, but that's a snitch situation. That's not like, you're not whatever. You're mm-hmm. not keeping the fucking code by not reporting somebody who's molesting kids, whatever. The audience, any black audience would get so uncomfortable the whole time. They would just be like, nah. You could feel the resistance from the room. And that always blew my mind. Like, like even if a dude is fucking kids, you don't snitch on that guy. <laughs> you remember when Cameron, he was asked that same question. He's like, nah, I wouldn't snitch. I just move away. <laughs> when yeah, I think you think you'll handle like, it yourselves when the I'm community or whatever. Like, but I like, I just gonna move. All right, how about this? Everybody talking to snitches get stitches shit. Question: Everybody with the snitches get snitches shit. Whatever snitches get snitches shit. 
they got no problem posting those two white dudes that uh, killed the the uh, Ahmad Arbery. No, but see now that's different. There's civilians uh, and now no, uh, there's civilians and then there's people who are actually doing crime. The snitch is only particular. It's only that rule is only for people that are doing criminal stuff together. I mean, so killing black like people su- for no reason is criminal. No, I'm talking about so a civilian, a regular civilian, circle. just go uh, telling on some molester. That's fine. Or a regular civilian who's not doing crime telling the police on a drug dealer or some shit like that at the end of their block, that's fine too because they're not in the streets. They're not part of that code. It's the ones like if you're involved, like Takashi was doing these crimes with them, so that's why you don't snitch. Got you. No, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. It only applies to people who are doing criminal activity. Huh. If you're a civilian, you're allowed to snitch all you, you should. That's not true because they kill motherfuckers that yeah, they, they think are going to snitch. They'll yeah. kill witnesses. They'll do oh, well, I They'll mean, do whatever I, they can to keep themselves alive. Yeah, but I mean, that's that's different. That's just, they want to stay out of jail. I hate that shit when they're like, nah, he's a civilian. Leave him alone. Until you need to rob somebody. You know what I mean? <laughs> it seems like you be robbing civilians. That, that's what I'm saying. The code is flimsy. The code is flip-floppy. But right? usually, like, I remember when I was in the courts, the biggest robbing cases were like a drug dealer robbing another drug dealer because it's like neither one wants to get police involved right both operate with a lot of cash on hand because they can't put shit in banks and shit like that so that's like the best person to rob but you got to be honest that's a big come up too yeah if you're willing to take the risk of robbing a drug dealer it's like you're not going to just get the hundred dollars in his wallet you could get ten thousand dollars worth of coke like that's a big like there's no point in robbing a civilian like the most you get some credit cards that they're just going to cancel in two seconds yeah, or, it is a iPhone. weird thing. It's like, like honestly, I, I feel like robbing is kind of stupid. It's gone down. It like, must have, yeah, right? Now that it's all credit cards? Yeah, now that it's all paperless, shit. what are you getting off this guy? You might get a watch or some shit like that. But if you came up to me and you're like, I'm not suggesting this, but you're like, if you said, give me your wallet and then beat me up, or if you just said, yo, yo, man, like, I don't want to fucking shoot you. Can you just give me the cash you got? I just give you the cash. Yeah. Like, uh, it I think be... they also enjoy the beating you up. I think there's, there's no, 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 no. We, I'm just saying hypothetically. In the past, you would prefer not getting into an altercation. So you just, yeah, just ask. I'd rather have it go smooth. So how, uh, how would it go hypothetically? Nah, it'd just be like, yo, empty your pockets, bang. And they don't empty it. You empty it for. Them. Now what if? Yeah, what if it, we start to like fight and that kind of shit? I mean, then you fight. And then you keep record of your fights. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I'm just saying it's like people don't really rob civilians that much. And now the laws have changed where now it's a felony if you rob anything over, I believe, $800. Uh, so just now, by taking a phone. So boom, this is really felony. interesting. So, yeah, it's called grand larceny. Yeah. I think everything is it 500 or like a thousand. I, or I some forgot shit. the exact number. But yeah, now so, they made it so low where it's like basically you take anything off somebody. Well, it's yo, almost a felony. It's not only that it's so low. It's that we're all of a sudden walking around with things that are way more expensive. Yeah. Like, it'd be rare to walk around with something with $1,000 if you're not a rich dude that's got like a nice watch. Yeah, back in like the 90s, 80s, whatever. Exactly. But it's... Super normal that you got your computer or you got your cell phone or you got these things that happen to be worth thousands of dollars. So when someone just grabs your backpack, back in the day, someone would grab your North Face backpack or they grab your Jansport or some shit. Now, if you got a laptop in there, you're going to fucking prison, bro. Yeah. Yeah. If they press charges. Yep. Yeah, man. Maybe it's good. So now, what if you saw someone that killed uh, like Biggie or Tupac? Like street code, street school got him. But they didn't. I mean, they did, though. 
Alright, yeah. we sold it, guys. We did it. <laughs> nah, the guy nah, did Biggie. they get it? Yeah, the guy who killed Biggie. He's dead. Really? Yeah. They believe that? Yeah. And what like about they're like pretty certain they know who the guy was. And what about Pac? I'm pretty sure they got they think it's either that cop, that undercover cop that was working with um what's his face, Suge. Yeah. And there was suspect of one other person. I'm not sure the person he got into a fight with at the casino earlier. Yeah, that's, that's the one I those heard two it was. people. Stomped the shit out of that guy. Yeah. They beat up the, the yeah. dude. Yeah. And what about the dude that killed Nipsey? They found him? Uh, yeah, he got locked he, up. He, he turned himself in. Oh, really? But yeah. what's up with him? Is he still? I don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure he's on solitary. Because if he's in general pop, they're going to get to him. So he, he so he turned himself in to protect himself from the pretty streets. Pretty much, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Damn, bro. Yeah. Streets take care of street Damn, bro. justice. Yo, so uh, a totally separate note. Um... I don't know. Something. <laughs> let's but, let's but mix we, it up. I don't know, but on a lighter note, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty dope that like how Takashi his his way of branding. That's what I'm so most impressed he's by. He's a fucking his, genius. His yeah. way of branding is fucking incredible. You have he to really admit is. he's a genius. Comes yeah. come home, breaks every single fucking record. Two mil on Instagram Live. I didn't even know they oh, could yeah. support two million people. Son, on that Instagram shit was Live. mad funny. Where everybody's bragging about the little three hundred thousand. Yeah. They're like, there was three hundred thousand watching Teddy Riley and Babyface. Cute. This motherfucker. You cannot deny him. And if you deny him, you're a hater. Yeah. You got you're a hater, bro. Like I still think Instagram fixed something with their live because now live works way better. And like people, the Erica Badu and Jill got Scott 700, got seven hundred thousand. Yeah. But still two million, bro, yeah, and fucking bodied it and like crazy. knew exactly what was gonna happen. Like Yeah, and he broke the record um most views of a music video in a day. It was forty seven million. It's already see. at a hundred million. You have to yeah. see what videos he's shooting in his backyard. Like I, just, I, I have to know. <laughs> Another funny thing is that um, so apparently he's living in Long Island, and so every time he moves into a place, like he's so recognizable with all the colored hair and the yeah. cars and stuff like that. So some little kid films him. It's like so oh white shit, Takashi bro, was on her porch filming him <laughs> son, while son. he was filming himself on his porch. He's had to like, move. Tw- he's had to move twice already. Nah, yeah. See, they're gonna regret letting him go. <laughs> they're gonna regret it, dude. Yeah. And eventually, he's just gonna have to go. Hey, this is life. I got to deal with it. Now, just go to Europe. No, yeah, he, he could. I think because of the jurisdiction, he has to stay in New York. Mm. Oh, that's another thing. He is a felony, right? Yeah. So he can't travel. At all. Can't go to Canada. Maybe some European countries will allow it. He, but he's on house arrest for the duration of his sentence. How long, like, they how let long him out is, early. How long is the duration? You said he would have got two years and he got one for snitching? No, no, no. Got so one he, was, he had one, wait, one year waiting for trial, and then I think he was in prison for about six to eight months, something like that. Do we know what he would have got if he didn't snitch? What he was, what he was oh, looking at? Oh, he's probably the same amount of time the other dude got, or maybe a little bit less because they wouldn't have been okay. able to pin one thing so on him. Okay. So if but years, they got though, locked up, locked yeah, up, Yeah, they right? got years, yeah. like probably like 10, yeah. 15, something like that. Okay. Um, okay. Now, do you think people are really trying to kill him? Yes. Yeah, I would. Absolutely. Like, he couldn't walk <laughs> I would down assume. the street. He get, he, like, I mean, people, there's still people part of that gang that aren't locked up. Mm. That's a good point, man. Whatever, bro. This shit is so weird. <laughs> I don't even think you need house arrest, dog. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, if George Zimmerman's still walking around, does anybody really need to go to to what's it called? To like, what is it called? Yeah, talk Protective about a guy who's in street justice. Yeah, I think he has security though. He walks around with security. Well, how does he afford the security? Because so many people donating to him. Still? All the fucking races. Yeah. Remember, he made a painting that sold for like a hundred thousand dollars. Nah. Guy doesn't even fucking paint. 
Really? Yeah, but it was just ways for racists to support that and like, hey, keep you afloat. We stand by you. Uh, huh. Anyway. All right, let's switch this shit up. Um, <laughs> this what? gang shit doesn't make sense to you? <laughs> nah, it does. I'm just like, I think we're all on the same page. Yeah, let's do it. You know? Um, okay. The, <laughs> I, there was an amazing fight card. Did you guys see this? I you did not see, see it. it. UFC 249. It was one of the best fight cards I've ever seen. By fight card, I mean like all the fights that were on it. Yeah. It was one of the best fight cards I've ever seen. I, I, this, I'm like a longtime boxing fan. Yeah. Uh, MMA is the sport of the future. It is undeniably more entertaining. It is done undeniably more digestible for the average fan. Um, How so? It's it's easier. Five, tw- five, five minute rounds, so it's 25 yeah. minutes. You know what it is? It, and a boxing match is only 30. It's, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe a little bit longer, 30, yeah, 36 six yeah. minutes or whatever like that. It's not, but the, the thing with boxing is you kind of need a... This is not like an intelligence thing. Like you don't need a higher IQ, but it's the same thing with baseball. Like people who watch baseball understand the game. Understand the game. They understand mm-hmm. like the pitching strategy. They understand all these other little nuances of baseball so they can really appreciate it. The average fan that just comes in to watch baseball, they're like, I don't get it, bro. These guys are striking out all the time. They're just yeah. eating. Are they eating? Like what, what's happening? <laughs> he gets in the on game? base three out of ten times. And I'm supposed to be impressed. Yeah, no. like this is this is not good, right? Same thing with soccer. Like a lot of people watch soccer and they're like, what, where's the action, bro? Like what's yeah. going on, right? Um, we grew up watching boxing, so I think we're grandfathered into it, but the future generations, like you can, you can not know anything about MMA and fall in fucking love with the absolute carnage that exists within it. Now it's possible that it gets more boring like boxing as the athletes get better at the sport. You know, when you reach the top of anything, it's very hard for it to be exciting because everything you do, I know how to counter Mm -hmm. and everything I do, you know how to counter. So there's this version of a stalemate. Mm-hmm. But right now, MMA is in a pretty rough space still where like there are random guys that aren't that technical. They're just massively talented. Like this guy, Francis Ngannou. Mm-hmm. He's this guy from Cameroon, I believe. He is massive, 6'4", 260 pounds, solid fucking rock. And he went up against this other guy named Jairzinho Rosenstrike or something like that. The guy calls him out. Jairzinho Rosenstrike calls him out. says, I want to fight this guy. And he's like, I can't believe anybody would call me out. <laughs> 20 seconds knocks him out in 20 seconds he just goes straight at him yeah he just runs straight at him throws his big looping right hand jarzino catches him with a hook it doesn't even phase him knocks him his head completely unconscious punches him a couple more times yeah. fights over go home i mean unbelievable there was another fight where these two guys are just tagging off in each other's faces they both of them look like clowns afterwards i mean eyes puffy completely swollen dripping blood yeah. all over the place the main the, the the main card Justin Gaethje versus um, Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson is destroyed by the end of this fight. Yeah. Like his face looks like a saw mask. Remember that yeah, movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he looked like. It was unbelievable. I mean, and he has so much heart. He's just going in there. He's getting cracked by the guy Gaethje the entire time. Impossible to not like this. It's right. impossible to not like the sport. Right. I mean, it was just like. I'm seeing what fight I'm seeing what fight sports will be in the future. And there's no way it can't be this. And you know what makes it so great? Hmm. The tyranny of it. Democracy in a lot of ways killed boxing. How so? Mm. Too many belts, too many So because there is um merit in who fights who in boxing, right? We've had to create more belts. When there was just one belt per division, you know what can happen? A really boring guy gets the belt. 
mm-hmm. and that guy maintains the belt forever. And it's boring because his style sucks. Yeah. Right? The beauty of MMA is two people you don't even know can fight each other, and it can be the most exciting fight in the world because it's the closest thing to a street fight or a bar fight. Mm-hmm. And we'll watch those all day. Right. Right? So what they do, the UFC is one organization. So they control all the matchmaking, etc. They decide who fights who. They say you're the second-ranked contender, but if they don't want you to fight them, you don't fight them. Mm-hmm. You can't sue. Yeah. In boxing, you have these multiple organizations, and you're fighting for belts in each one, and they're, the organizations are competing against each other and switching rankings and that kind of stuff. You kind of got to like pay a guy off if you want to fight someone else instead. There's a little bit more merit in it. The fact that there's a, one guy in MMA or in the UFC specifically going, you're fighting this guy can create these amazing fights because that one guy can go, ah, oh, those styles aren't going to match up. Don't let them fight. It'll be boring. Mm. And then you create a figure like Cowboy Cerrone. Have you heard of the, you know, Cowboy Cerrone? I know mm-hmm. of him. Cowboy Cerrone in boxing would be like a journeyman boxer who like never really amounted to much, but would fight a couple fights and then he'd be out of there. He became a superstar in MMA because they matched him perfectly with guys around his talent level. Mm. And then every once in a while when he jumps up to like the elite elite, he gets his ass kicked. This is the one McGregor beat the shit out of him. Right? Yes. And like loved him, like was actually gracious and nice and yeah. But that's what happens. That guy's such a great character and makes amazing fights no matter who he's with. So what you do is you make him fight guys that are around his level that he can beat. Yeah. And then you take this character and you make him this like almost folk hero within MMA but you never really expose him to the craziest right, shit. Right. And then you do when he can make a lot of money. Yeah. Hey, you've done a lot of good work for the business. You're going to fight McGregor. You're going to make your big ch- paycheck. Mm-hmm. And you could do this with a bunch of little fighters right. and have them have these really exciting fights and build them up. Unlike boxing where it's like, okay, you kind of got to fight this guy because he's your mandatory challenger and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I think it's brilliant, man. Do you think it was like so good because you haven't seen live sports in a long time? I think time? there's part of it. I think it's, it's definitely part of it. I think uh, I was craving something that was just happening in the moment. I'll be honest. I didn't even, like, well, I didn't bother me at all that nobody was in there. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Like, did you listen to it? You watch yeah. a fight? It didn't really affect it that much. It was a little weird at the beginning, but by the end, I didn't even notice. Dude, I think it improved it. Because sometimes the audience woos and oohs and ahs at punches that don't really connect. Mm-hmm. And it throws you off and it maybe can throw the judges off. Mm-hmm. But when there's just a few guys in there, like literally the fighters could hear their coaches coaching them. Mm. Oh, shit. And you could hear the fighters talking to their coaches. Yeah. Right? You could hear Rogan and uh, Cormier and the other guy talking during the fight. At one point, they all go, oh, shit, I think the fighters can hear us. We should lower our voices. (laughs) That's crazy. Because they're being critical of a guy who's actually in the ring getting his fucking face punched in. See, it's funny. It's like I usually like the excitement of the crowd because then usually Rogan has to like yell over yeah. them and it yeah. adds to that excitement. It's yeah. like he's yelling and he just has that energy. He's just yeah. like, oh shit, he's hype, I'm oh, hype too. It's so great. it's like, I guess it, I thought it would take away a little bit from You'd it. you think, but yeah. when you get in there, it's really kind of nice and like you get kind of locked in and quiet. Like, I don't know, like I'm sure when you've had fights, whenever you have a fight, you can't hear anything. Oh, yeah. Any fight I've ever had, like even when I would spar, sound didn't exist. Yeah, it's so weird. And that's kind of <laughs> what happens in the fight. Nobody's there. I Don't get me wrong. It's fun to go to fights. I can't wait till people get back. But it didn't take away from the experience that bad. Mm-mm. And being mm. able to hear the corners was really interesting. It was cool. Like, yeah. It Dude, really adds something. Tony Ferguson 
his corner uh, had some of the worst advice I've ever heard in my entire life. In a quote, <laughs> like at one point the guy goes, "Breathe, Tony." <laughs> Actually, no, that's not bad advice. That's Sorry. not bad advice, though. Sorry, because some because you know you box as well. There's times where it's like you're just throwing, 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 and then you gash yourself out, not realizing. But it's like if you were breathing that whole time, you can keep going. At this level, you breathe when you punch, and you breathe when you kick. You, this is the elite of the elite, right? It's like you don't have you tell that to somebody at their first day of boxing class where you go, "Don't hold your breath when you throw your punches." Actually, exhale. Matter of fact, if anybody's listening right now and you hear a lot of times when people punch, you hear them go, "Huh." that's just a like pavlovian response to throwing a punch to remind yourself to breathe but the the and like yo i love eddie bravo i think this guy's like a a great character but it seemed like tony was not paying attention to his corner at all like it really seemed like like eddie at one point was like you might want to try one of these rolls called like a something uminari roll it's basically Luminari? Luminari. Luminari role. And he like subtly suggested it. I got a feeling you can't tell Tony Ferguson what to do. Mm. I got a feeling like his camp is just a little similar to like Ali's camp where it's like you don't tell Ali what to do. Ali comes with the idea and then you help him execute it. Ali's Ali though. 100%. You know what I mean? And Tony Ferguson hadn't lost since 2012. Like mm. he was a he was an elite elite fighter. He just okay. went up against this guy Justin Gaethje who I knew he was going to lose to. I was texting Brandon Shaw about what, it. Just styles don't match. Every time I saw Tony Ferguson fight, he had no defense for hands. Unbelievable athlete, unbelievable stamina, unbelievable courage and fucking heart, and very hard puncher. He could punch hard, but he had no head movement, no defense for hands. So he would get caught all the time. This guy Justin Gaethje throws bombs. Yeah, it's dangerous. He is a dangerous fucking guy to be in the ring with. And if you have no defense, he's going to tag you up. Right. He is the perfect guy to beat Tony Ferguson. And you know what sucks? Tony Ferguson, I think, had the best chance of beating Khabib. And now he's never going to get to fight him. Uh, Stylistically. Fuck. Yeah. Because Khabib will take you to the ground and Tony Ferguson has amazing jujitsu. Right. So I wanted Khabib to take Tony to the ground and then maybe Tony be able to pull some cool shit, throw some elbows, cut him up. Now Justin Gaethje's going to fight Khabib. Not even a fight. What's that? It won't even be a fight. And it won't be a fight. You're an MMA fan? Yeah. Kind of, tangentially. Okay. But it's just like, Khabib is so amazing. He's going to take Gaethje to the ground. Granted, Gaethje is, you know, has a wrestling background. He was successful. He was uh, an NCAA All-American wrestler for yeah. like North Colorado or something like that. But Khabib is a generational talent with wrestling. He's going to take him to the fucking ground. He's going to hold him there. It's going to be a boring fight. You know who would, would be a fireworks of a fight? Connor versus Gaethje. And I hope they make that fight. Weren't they talking shit to each other? Oh, Connor was going in on Twitter. And Gaethje was firing back, right? I don't know if Gaethje's responded yet, but uh, I think go down. I think I might have that. Done. You just had the, uh, you just had the uh, what's it called, Connor tweets. Okay. Yeah, and um, but that would be a fucking oh, barn burner. Just two guys just boxing going at it. Yeah, I mean this would be the boxing kick, but this is what you want from MMA. It's just striking, kicking, punching, and I think Connor, I think Connor gets the best of him. Really. I think so. I mean, this Gaethje guy is good, but he does get tagged. He can get tagged because yeah. he likes to engage. And Connor has, he has, uh, he has a lot of power in that fucking left hand. Connor can box. He, if there's one thing we learned from the Mayweather fight, elite yeah. head movement, yeah, I elite timing. Time. Say again. I remember you saying that. Yeah. In the moment, even. Yeah. 
So it's like, okay, he impressed me with that. So if you're going up against a guy who's just going to move, bob and move you know, with you and try to exchange with you, I think Connor can get it. Yeah. When you're going up against a guy who's willing to take your shots and then take you to the ground and exhaust you, Connor's got no gas tank. Right. He got two rounds in him tops. Right. Five rounds, forget it. Yeah. You know? I, so we'll see what happens, but I'm excited that we got some more fights. I coming. thought Gagey said some shit like, you've lost to everybody. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I thought, if you can look into it, Mark, I think Gaethje you responded. I thought so. I th- Good. I, there was another story I read that I should have uh, copy pasted instead. But yeah, I thought this was the most up to date one. The ESPN dude, Gaethje's a fun character, man. Like he's a really sweet guy. Really, dude. He's like, man. If I wasn't doing this, I'd be doing social work. Like that's what I got my degree <laughs> in. Yeah, I just I'd be helping at risk youth. Like that's I just want to help kids. Like I, I I just love doing that. I'm like, he goes, I am violent in here. You will never see that even a shred of this outside the ring. Like I literally, I think that's our purpose. Come here and just help people. And this is the best adrenaline rush in the fucking world. I love it. You know, I mean, that's who great. knows? He could beat the shit out of his wife yeah. next week. We have no <laughs> fucking clue. But until then, like he seems like a sweetheart of a guy. It's a nice, it's a nice like thing to like, it's not in theoretically as nice to have this guy who's as badass in the ring. And then out of the ring, he's the nicest guy in the yeah. world. It's just like, it's a pet oh, tiger. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you have one of those pet tigers licking your face and shit, but you yeah. know, at any point in time, it could be over yeah can we talk about the goat who tyler harrow's girl <laughs> oh, okay so Henry. okay I, I i don't understand what's going on here so akash brings up that tyler harrow who is a uh basketball player for the miami heat what is he like a two or three guard probably yeah he's probably a small forward probably. okay tyler just got some cornrows Tyler showed up. I mean, this is the white kid. Like, if you look yeah. at his college pictures, high school picture, this is just a white kid. Yeah. But he gets drafted by Miami. Yeah. And there's even a video. I don't remember what Tyler Hero says, but uh, Jimmy Butler's like, oh, I know you hang out with black folks or some shit like that. This is like before the year started. Yeah, he plays basketball for a living. But like, some da- you're down, whatever. Some yeah, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But then now all of a sudden you see Tyler Hero. He's got huh, cornrows, I guess. I don't know. What, what is that yeah, here? Cornrows. Yeah, cornrows. Cornrows and I'm like you don't know what cornrows. You know, but it's <laughs> it's not. It's like beyond. It's different. It's not just regular ass Kawhi Leonard braids. It's like some yeah. ill shit. He's got yeah. a style on it. Yeah, he got. He but got they are cornrows. Shit. Yeah, but I didn't yeah. know if, if it had if it was a different thing. I didn't know about man. I'm 36. Keep going, bro. <laughs> and he's got Katya Elise Henry, who is IG bad bitch, two million followers. You like this girl? You think this I girl's think fun? This girl's this girl is beautiful. Everybody She's the most her. beautiful girl so, you've ever seen. Seven point nah, five million followers. First, keep it correct. But seven point five million yes. followers is that's you a were win. saying. But you were saying before the podcast you would do anything <laughs> to be with this girl. Right? Like, so, so tell me what wait, what what did you mean by that? You would do anything to be with her. Well, you you talking about my girl or this girl? <laughs> see, I did that. He's slick with see, it. I did that. He's slick see, with it. <laughs> So you like, but you like this? You think this is uh, a joint yo, 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 to you? Yeah, she's a joint. She got 7.5 million followers. I think this is regular. Sandra pulls up the worst so, picture of her and he's like, she's not cute. I think this is right. Re- I think she's regular. I think you Shut find the these dime a dozen. Fuck up. This dime is like when dozen, I was bro. saying that white girl didn't wasn't giving good head. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just This a, is dime a dozen, bro. You right, find, this girl's a waitress at that uh, right. slushy spot in Miami that we went to. I've known about her for years. But so. I don't think that this is... She's a cute girl. She's cute. And she's got a little bit of a butt, but the butt's not crazy. <laughs> I love it. That it butt's does. not crazy. Y'all never had ass. That's the problem with <laughs> <laughs> Y'all never had no ass if you think that's a crazy ass. Go Son. back. That's not that crazy of an ass, Son. bro. Yeah, Y'all never crazy. had no ass, It's, crazy. it's, it's not that crazy. crazy. Y'all bad. never had ass. Y'all never had some trunk. <laughs> Oof. God. 
is crazy. She's bad. And 7.5 million followers off of being bad. If you pull that, that's the trophy. He got the trophy, bitch. I mean, does he, bro? Let's see the feet. That I don't she know. She does about. a good job hiding them. Yeah, that's the thing. If you don't see feet, if she yeah. wearing socks in the pictures, and, and won't, might be a problem, bro. Might be a problem, bro. You never know. She might have bad feet, but you know what? Oh, that I'll first picture it. right there, kind of crazy. Oh yeah, the Is story. Not the story. The story. Oh yeah. That's her, her Yo, I don't know, dog. There's so many of these girls, man. I'll be honest with you, man. I, you need a girl with a cool personality, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Got cool hobbies and shit. You know what I mean? Does she drink passion. matcha? Does she drink matcha? <laughs> Does she have passions? Bro, you'd have to beat up a lot of dudes with her, bro. I'm gonna be that's honest, she might drink matcha. She nah, that's coffee, dog. But she had avocado toast. Yeah, avocado toast. That's super white. That's why I think she might drink matcha also. Yo. She might not have been in a matcha mood. Yo. That's true, though. Yo, the next food that black people are going to take is avocado toast. You think? Yeah, we're going to take that. Why you think? It's like, it's just becoming so popular. The same way how we took over uh, hummus. Yeah. We're taking avocado toast next. You're going to take avocado toast next? It's so funny you took over hummus. We didn't even know until Kev was on the podcast black people like hummus. No, I love hummus. I've loved hummus before Kev said that. Yeah. But so you think avocado toast is your next shit? It's the next shit. Okay. Okay. And why? What is what is your what is your nothing? It's healthy. It's nutritious. It's delicious. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. So white people be on to some food sometimes. Yeah, we we sometime. ain't giving them credit, but pumpkin is fantastic. We yeah. act like it's not. Every November you getting some pumpkin. Can we be honest? If we're being honest. White people are the best at food? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I really think so. If we're being honest, who is the best at food? Stop if it. we're being honest Stop with ourselves, it. if we're truly being honest. Well, how do you mean that? Do you mean like who has like the best restaurant? It's a white guy or like cuisine. White cuisine is the best. I think white people are the best. Okay. Who can jump the highest? White people? No. <laughs> who right, can I, jump I the highest? I thought we were doing the thing yeah. here. I thought we were yeah. still no, doing no, the thing. No, 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 no. Who black can people. jump the highest? Black people. Black people, right? right. Okay. Yeah. Now, I think... What black people have in their jumping ability, white, <laughs> white people have in their tongue. Nah, bro. Yeah. Nah, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah. No, dude. no. I believe is they can taste incredibly specific things because their food has so little flavor. Exactly. They have to identify all but, of it. But keep going, though. Keep going on this. That's you, right. You start. guys need all this flavor because y'all don't got the sensitive tongue. You were like, oh, your chicken's so bland. It's like, nah, you don't you don't know the little <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't know that little nah, flavor out here. Like nah, you don't know that little tiny bit of flavor. Yeah. Like, it's that simple. White people know differences between water. Like, think about that. Think about that. Oh, I don't like Evian. Why not? Oh, it's different. It has flavor within water. You I listen, it's hard for me to explain this to non-whites, <laughs> Yo, but like I'm gonna fuck. try, bro. Oh, listen, so why let me tell here. y'all. Listen, when we oh go, my oh my god, that's too hot. That's too whatever. We have the most sensitive tongue. Like that. But that's why your cuisine is whack because you can't your your tongue is too sensitive. No, nah, but what so happens? You have to make it for this sensitive ass. But tongue. what happens when we make cuisine for everybody else? When we figure out what it is you like, right? Yeah. Listen, we we use cuisine. That's how white people control the world. They use cuisine, right? Black mm. people are all angry because they shot the black guy on the street. What do we do a week later? Popeye's chicken sandwich. Let's go. <laughs> they dropped that chicken sandwich. Then you about to ruin the chicken sandwich for Al. Son, they dropped that chicken sandwich <laughs> on y'all, bro. No. They, that's what white people hey, wait for, dog. Hey, you know they what? They dropped that chicken sandwich. Nah. 
Well, if we had another Where's chicken the chicken sandwich? sandwich right now for Aubrey? Yeah. Go on right now. Go on right now and see people fighting outside of Popeye's. You can see all over no, Twitter. Oh, there's nobody fighting outside. You don't think they're fighting out of Popeye? Hold on. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So Yo, Popeye so starts doing delivery tomorrow, though. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. They're not that crazy. We got Uber Eats now. Okay, they're not fighting outside of Popeyes. Hold on. Are you sure they're fighting? <laughs> I feel like that's just how they order, bro. Like, <laughs> oh, this is just a roast. He just roasted everybody in the car. That's I'm amazing. Honest, this just sounds like Popeyes. <laughs> exactly. That's Popeyes, bro. But ain't nothing changed. They ain't yeah, that's, new not, shit. that's not a fight. That's just a normal, <laughs> normal day at Popeyes. Yeah. It sounds like someone disrespected that girl's girl. And so they had to go in. <laughs> <laughs> so they went in. So they went in and, and they put the new, new chicken sandwich out, bro. That wasn't even a Popeyes. Look, Google right now. They got the chicken sandwich back. Then they been had it back. Yeah, they nah. They re- yes, they re- been had they it back. What are you back. talking they about? They redid it back. They redid it they back. They redid it back. Oh, okay. They it went away. It, <laughs> it went away. Right. And they redid it back. All right. Bro, for real. I'm just saying, dog. Nah, y'all try. Y'all try. You don't think y'all white people? How many? All right. Who's the black guy, Fieri? Son, Cisco. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think anything. That was great. That was great. Holy fuck. And that's Thog Song right there. <laughs> Ain't nothing Guy Fieri made that comes close to Thog Song. Son, I'm just saying, you got to put some respect on white people's tongues, bro. White people cuisine, bro. Your tongue is incredibly sensitive. That's why your food is garbage. Yes. No, no, no. Because that's that's tongue, exactly I took it. your point. Shit on it. That's what Son. I did. You had a point. I took a shit on it. Son. You have a sensitive <laughs> tongue. Yeah, I do have you a sensitive You have a sensitive tongue. tongue. That's why white talk. cuisine, yeah. mad bland. Talk but Because it's talk. like, oh, we can only put so much oh, in pepper. What did you have for dinner last night, bro? Keep it what 100. Did have? What, the, what did I have? You didn't I have s- no fucking curry for dinner, did you? What'd you have? I honestly don't remember. Yeah, you don't remember, do you? It was so bland. Maybe Chipotle? Chipotle. Yeah. 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 That's white people doing Mexican food. Stupid, <laughs> fucking dummy. That is not white people. It is white people doing oh, Mexican food. Yeah, white yeah. people. <laughs> Who's the white cook at Chipotle? Honestly, everybody's food is Mexican. I don't give a fuck what kind of cuisine it is. That shit is Mexican. That is so who's person, cooking it? The person who makes the food. That's whose cuisine it is. I mean, it seems that. I'm way. just saying, if the person who makes the food, that's what kind whose of, cuisine what is, it is. What is Chipotle? What's it say? Chipotle. American Grill? McDonald's? Owned by McDonald's? Owned by McDonald's. They sold it it's to McDonald's. It's Mexican Grill, though. Chipotle Mexican Who'd Grill. Who'd they sell it to? Who'd they sell it to? You, if, who do you think bought it? You got the most money. Ain't nobody so arguing with that. Yeah. If I want to sell some shit, I'm going to sell it to white people. Damn right. What do you right. think I'm going to sell it to some cheap ass brown people? Undervalue my shit? Damn Fuck right. No. I want to get a good deal. Damn right. Yeah, I want to make money. Yeah, you know I'm saying? That's something y'all could claim, but don't claim food. Y'all don't got it. You have to be honest. If you look at top tier chefs, probably going to have the most white. But only because white people like that food. That's what white matters. people desire. <laughs> <laughs> That's what matters. Like you don't care what white people say about Indian food, do y'all? No, exactly. So why no. do we care what y'all, y'all say about white food? Indian restaurants to me, and I'm like, chill, fam. Nah, like, don't even that, I, I, me I like recommend that. that one one that was good. Which one? It was. It what was it. Uh, 
the fucking uh, no no it's it's like a famous London Brick Lane. It's, it's called Brick Lane. Brick Lane is all right. I'm gonna be honest with you. No, but that's a famous London I'm be honest one. With you. Right? Yeah, but I didn't listen to you until Indians took me there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whatever. I was right though. You're right though. You're I was right. Right? Though. right? And you know why it's good? Because it's in London. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's in London, bro. Indians out there, it's dog. in London, bro. There's a lot of Indians out there. You think white people invented all food? I think if, I think white people invented eating. <laughs> <laughs> I think y'all were breastfeeding before we came around. We're like, yo, hop off that titty, have a sandwich. Fucking crazy. <laughs> I really think that's so, what happened. I really think. Nah, oh I think that's God. what happened, bro. I think in India, y'all were just sucking milk out of titties, bro, like the cows and shit. Mm-hmm. And then all that's of a sudden- right. that, hey. Cows are sacred. Maybe Cows are sacred. Yeah, and then white people came up and you were like, nah, they were like, nah, try some rice or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. Like, you got, you got some tiki, you got some masala. Like, let's do this. Like, let's make a meal. You know what I mean? The only tiki white people know about is the torch in Charlottesville. Don't come here, don't come here with that shit. <laughs> you got to admit, white people did create Indian cuisine. You have to admit that. You I'm have so, to admit so. that. You have to admit. Hop over this fucking dish. No, I know, you right? gotta admit. <laughs> y'all, so y'all, you think you had an oven before white? White oh. people invented oven. Get out of my face. Son, no, In- white people invented ovens, bro. India is an oven. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> just throw the food outside. Chicken was oh, cooking it's itself now. walking it down the street in August. Nah, be honest, bro. There was no chickens in India before white people. We had everything. You yo. didn't have chickens. We had everything. Did you? Do you even think you had cow? <laughs> I think white people question. brought cows, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. Bro, I got you. Can smack the shit out of it right What's now. No, I, 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 I will. I will. Hey, bro, keep that, talking that shit, bro. See what happened in Puerto Rico. <laughs> What happened what? in Puerto Rico? We took that electricity because y'all didn't appreciate it. We back. Y'all were not appreciating it. Are y'all we back? back? No. You know, we why don't we be honest about why you don't have electricity? Why why so that grid we, really broke? You blame it on the fucking hurricane. You play the goddamn music too fucking loud. <laughs> you probably blew the fuse before the fucking hurricane. Then the hurricane comes through a little water. You're like, oh, the electricity broke it. The electricity. We don't have the electricity. Turn on the fucking music. Hey, maybe none of y'all just paid your bills. You know what I mean? Maybe y'all just mad past due. Real Talk. That could be it. Nah, nah. Uh, nah. We oh, back. We gotta yeah. call Feeny, son. Oh, oh you yeah. right about but it. But no. Yeah. But let's go. Let's keep making these arguments. Okay, go. Best food. Honestly, you know who has a legitimate claim to the throne, and I'm gonna say this objectively as a white Mexicans, bro. Yeah, I truly that's believe. Fair. That's I fair. I understand. I won't give it to them, but that's fair. I'm just saying. That's fair. As a white, and obviously I have the best tongue and I have the best palate. <laughs> the most God sensitive given. tongue for sure. Most yeah. sensitive tongue. I'm God so given. Sure. Talent. For sure. Right? God sure. from God. For sure. I can objectively say Mexicans have the be- probably the best cuisine. You know, most sensitive is just another way to say weakest, right? Mm. Say again? Most sensitive is just another way to say weakest, right? Did you say white people are weak? <laughs> yeah, your tongues are. I mean, we're weak? Is that what you're saying? Your tongues are. Weak. Are we your tongues weak? Are. I mean, it does, yeah. If you think that we're weak, right? Mm. Weak in the tongue. Weak in the tongue. Yeah. That's fair. Weak in the tongue, right? How did you guys get freedom from us? Not eating your shitty ass food. Not using your tongue. What? <laughs> oh. Hunger strikes. Yeah. Hunger strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But do you know what that really was about? Your food sucks. No, it wasn't our food. Uh-huh. You stopped eating your food and we we're like, you know what? They get it. <laughs> 
<laughs> they deserve freedom hey, now. Listen, They're no longer savages. We fixed them. I'm That's what they said. I would we love. Fixed, I was on the email to stop loving Indian food. Say again? I would love if white people stop loving Indian food. That made me so happy. We don't really like it. I, you bring those me. fucking law, big ass tortilla chips to the table. It's just one. They don't even cut them in triangles. That Back one shit. Don't slap. What is it? Papad. Papad. Mm. We take that papad. We <laughs> dip it into them three sauces. It takes exactly the same, but they different colors. You got Skittles and sauces. So this bitch bring the fucking sauces. They just chop up some onions. They put some food dye in that shit. One of the sauces fucking green for no reason. Food dye. That's all it is. You put the fucking food dye in there. It's, it it's tastes the exact same. Crazy. You got one big tortilla chip. I gotta snap that. All the fucking crumbs go all over the goddamn table. Hey, you know what? Them chips are free. Say again. You should be happy. Them chips are free. You know how hard it is for Indians to give anything free. Son, that's why that I don't believe it. Heart, yo. Say what? Say what? We give that shit from our heart. What do you give for your heart? The the fucking the papa. That's our heart. We give the free free food. Yeah, bro. Oh, the free Indian food is the worst. Well, how come when I leave, I have to eat fucking bird seeds in the bowl and shit? Yo. What's that like? Fucking liquid. Oh, you don't like a mouth freshener after the meal? That's but why? Food. Why is that the mouth freshener? Like, <laughs> you never heard of gum? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why y'all always want to smell bad? What is it about you guys? Just so committed to smelling horrible. Son. What is it about that? It's like, like there's gum right there. You could do a chicle, and who made chicle? Mexicans, bro. I'm telling you, I'm fine. Mexicans, with Mexicans. might I have the you, best. I told you, I'm fine with Mexicans. Right? Y'all can give them the But goat. say objectively, they have the best food. No, I won't say that. Objectively, objectively, they're up there. Up there with whites? Can I tell you white people that got great food objectively? Who? Italianos. We all love Italian. We all love, hey, hey, we, hey, be careful. This mic's expensive. So you're right. You're you right. paid for it. Okay, um, but white. Well, listen, Italians, excellent cuisine. That is great white cuisine. I, and anybody who says it's not is hate. It's, it's like, can I say as an objective observer, honestly? Okay, my background is Scottish and German. White and white. Go ahead. White and white. Yeah. Poor cuisine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor cuisine, yeah, yeah. okay? Poor. Yeah. Scottish food, not good. German food, not good. The Bro, they invented eggs. hot dogs and hamburgers. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? Not good. That being said, okay? Obviously, there's a bigger thing at play here. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like we, you know, white white people got to diversify what we're good at. Mm -hmm. You know, Italians are going to do the food thing, right? Mm -hmm. Scots are going to do, I don't know what we're good at. <laughs> <laughs> and Germans, you know, we're not going to mention. <laughs> <laughs> these motherfuckers be engineers, bro. Yo, yo. <laughs> these motherfuckers be engineering, bro. Coming up with so many solutions, bro. <laughs> bro. Bro, I don't know if you need another one after, to be honest with you. I don't think you need another after. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think Mexicans just came from You Italian. know what they say Third Reich's a charm <laughs> <laughs> Cut away from him This guy's trying to get us cancer <laughs> 30 days <laughs> But I think Mexicans just came from Italians Say again Mexicans just came from Italians Like they evolved from Italians How so? What's the Mexican flag? Red, white, and green But What's it's also got it Eagle. What's the Italian and a flag? Snake. Red, white, and green. Same flag, bro. 
Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark. Still saying young you. Hey, Mark, bro. Listen, I did it again. I can't even help you. Don't poison at me. Come on, son. You trying to kill me? You could kill you. You get a boulder off of that shit. Do you think Hitler ever did that? He ever like stood a few feet away from his bitch? Was like, good habit. Off to the right. Bro, he probably whispered in her ear, dude. <laughs> Wait, why? I have a huge cock. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, okay. Let's listen. We got to call Mike Feeney, okay? Can I piss and then we call him? Yes, we'll set it up. All right, guys. We're going to uh, pay some bills real quick. Actually, this is quite important because right now, times are tough for people. You got to save some money. It's, mm. you know, you got to find every possible way you can save money. And we love companies that help you do that. Um, this company helped me save some money. Policy Genius. I don't know if you've heard of them, but uh, it, they will basically shop and get you the best insurance rates for home insurance. You can mix and match with auto insurance um, and they can save you thousand bucks a year. I think the average person is saving $1,127 a year by doing it. And they're doing all the work. You literally just go to policygenius.com. You type in all the things that pertain to the thing you want insurance for, and they will mix and match uh, insurance policies. And they'll literally give you, they'll tell you how much these insurance policies are. If they're better, you just go with the new insurance policy. Simple as that. It's really not that hard. You have nothing to lose. You just go out there and see if you could save some money. And if you can, save it. Easy. Doesn't cost you anything. Done. If you don't want to save money, if you don't want free money, then don't do it. But if you like free money, you might as well just go to policygenius.com. Super easy. That simply. Policygenius.com. You answer a few quick questions about yourself and your property. Policygenius will compare your policy against options from the top insurers to make sure you're getting the right home insurance. Now, if you already have the right insur- home insurance, you're good. You don't need to change anything up. But if you could save a thousand bucks a year, wouldn't you? Might as well look. You got to handle shit. This is your time. It's a quarantine. You're trying to save money. Fellas, go take care of business. Take that $1,000, bro. We're going to all need this $1,000, man. Anyway, so if you'd like to put a little cash back in your pocket right now, see how much you can save by reshopping your home insurance rates at policygenius.com. Go do that. Let's get back to the show. Okay, everybody. Uh, we took a little break. Now we're back with a, uh, a dear friend. A de- well, I don't know if you're a dear friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You're not a dear friend, but you're someone I like a lot. Um, okay. You're a friend. You know yeah, what I mean? Buddy. Yeah. But we're not hanging all the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're not yeah, just yeah. going out yeah, to get pizza or something. You some don't hang shit. out with a lot of people, but yeah. I have a small Who's circle. Who's that? Do you know? But, um, but We're here but, with a second tier friend. It's a second tier. <laughs> we got a nice second tier friend. We have a second tier friend. Okay. But, uh, all star replacement, all star replacement, very funny okay. comic. Um, a guy that I enjoy being around when we're ever at the clubs together, you know, and we're talking, I like you. I like this, this, I like this pristine. Well, now it's not very pristine. Now you have this like weird facial hair thing going on. But generally speaking, you have this pristine look. But I know that there inside of you is this this rage burning. Okay. (laughs) This anger. This this Long Island rage. Irish. Absolute Irish Catholic rage is burning under the surface. I feel like you are... Mike Feeney is like one second away from a road rage incident at any point in time. That's the <laughs> That's energy that you walk around with. It's like 100%. you're smiling, but at any point in time, you would love to just take somebody's face and smash it into something 
hard. That's a this dream is Mike Feeney making his first appearance. Maybe not his first appearance. No, him and uh, Cannon were on one week. His first solo appearance on the Flagrant yeah. Two podcast. Um, Mike, yeah. how are you, my friend? Good, pal. Just trying to s- stay alive during this. Dude, I we go back so long. I remember when you used to be a flat brim hat guy, you know? Ah, That's how far you've come. That is true. I used to do a Yankee <laughs> fitted. Yeah? I used to have a Yankee fitted. Those were the, the old, um, what was it called? Lantern days. Yeah, Village man. Lantern days. Yeah, um, I used to say Feeney was your little brother. He just looked like your little brother. That's why I had to stop wearing hats. Because <laughs> people like you wouldn't stop saying that. <laughs> 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 so Feeney, how has your quarantine been going? You've been with your wife. Are you guys still together? Are you beating her up? What's what's going on Dude, with that? Uh, I got to say, I don't know what my wife's Italian instincts have kicked in during this quarantine. And yeah. she's leveled up her cooking game to a place that I can't possibly describe. It's really? In, wow. She used to be able to cook. Now she's like a fucking chef. She's like doing Instapot. She's doing, she's like making little, she's, she just made hummus for the first, uh, for the first time and murdered it. She's, she's making all different types of cuisines. I see that you're putting up a lot of food pictures too. So yeah. I, there's something right now about the food game is being stepped They're up in a dramatic way. They're going back this, there's a, this, better. this writer said that, uh, that, uh, animals are returning back to their natural habitats. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I think her name is Melissa Chen, but she's like, she's like women are going back in the kitchen. It's fucking great. We got dogs. Dolphins in the canals in Venice and women in the kitchen. It couldn't be better. Um, now, Feeney, what, what is this anger about? I want to get to the source of this anger. Why why are you so angry? What's this fucking anger about? I don't... Man, it doesn't things just piss you off? Everything pisses me off, especially driving. Like, you nailed it, really, with the driving, man. I don't know what it is. But, but there's a deeper issue, Feeney. Maybe, it's not I driving. Mean, Something else is going on. It's because everybody else is an idiot but me. That's ah! why that's what pisses me. Especially driving, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that's where it's easily on display. Now, you have this special that you've been putting out. You've been putting out content. You've started to blow up on TikTok. I was very proud of you for that. I thought it was awesome. Feeny doing it on TikTok. Because Feeny's one of these guys that like everybody, you're one of the guys that will actually do it. Right. Like a lot of people ask me for advice and then I'll give them advice and then they won't do anything. But mm-hmm. you're one of the guys who will ask me for advice and you'll actually go there and do it. And I remember it was like maybe over a year ago. You were like, what should I do? I was like, just put out content for a year and then talk to me in a year. And yep. then I think you said within like on the 11th month and two weeks left, I'm sure you were <laughs> yeah. burning with rage. You're like, I can't <laughs> wait to tell him nothing happened. I can't wait to tell him I did this for a whole fucking year and nothing happened. And then all of a sudden you explode on TikTok. Yeah, I was marking the days on the calendar to tell you you were wrong, dude. <laughs> you had that guitar ready to smash over yeah. my head. Jeff Next Jarrett time. style, bro. Yeah, just So fucking. what happens? So what happens? You're hanging out. Tell me when the video goes viral. What's the experience like? You finally... It's, no, Nobody was on... Nobody, No comedians are really on TikTok, I guess, because everyone thinks it's you know for 12-year-old Asian girls, and it might be, but there's also 600 million people yeah. on the app, and it was more downloaded than Instagram last year. So I just started putting one-minute clips on there, and then uh, the one that blew up, the one that blew up uh, is the joke I have called the solution to gun control, which, if you remember, uh, uh, gosh, came you remember about... This? Oh, came about buddy. from inside jokes, which was there you uh, go. The, Great the, all series. three of us. There you go. So uh, Gila's Nash back in the yeah. day. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, Gila's um, Nash, not Gila. Gila's still alive. 
But <laughs> not. Well, yes, of course. Not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I just broke that news. Oh, Andrew, yeah, yeah, you yeah. haven't. Sorry about that. <laughs> Corona got a good one. Yeah. <laughs> but that's right. You did that bit. It was a great bit. It was for Inside Jokes. And you posted on TikTok and it fucking goes viral. It blew up. Yeah, man. It got, I think it has like, it had over 5 million views. Whoa, and crazy. The rest, was, the rest was history, man. Yeah. I woke up to my phone with all these, you know, like just uh, jumped up 40,000 followers in one night. And now it's, we're sitting pretty at like 250. So, whoa. Uh, this, whoa. Yeah. And the videos are catching, which is great. But yeah, I think, uh, I did it the right way by putting out the clips, you know, as as recommended by you, one by one, and then putting the whole special out. Because since then, uh, the fan base has grown. So, so now you have crazy. a special that's out, Rage Against the Routine. Yes, completely and free. And completely free. It's available on YouTube. Everybody can go watch it. Make sure you go check out Mike Feeney, Rage Against the Routine. Now, um, did you include in your marketing for the special how none of the networks wanted you and <laughs> <laughs> how nobody yeah. wanted you? Okay, this is something I got to clarify, okay? Oh, boy. I want comics to put their stuff out on YouTube, and I want mm -hmm. them to do everything that I've done that's worked for me. It's for all you guys to do it, 100%. Mm -hmm. But, and, I, and you haven't done this, but like there are comics out there who have uh, kind of taken a narrative in the wrong way. I've yeah. never promoted a special as nobody wanted this because that <laughs> doesn't make sense. Yeah, hey, I yeah. want you to watch something. Why should I watch it? Because nobody, nobody wanted it ever. <laughs> nobody has ever. Hey, you know all those other networks you like? They yeah. didn't like it. <laughs> so you should watch it. Hey, I'm going to show every network that said no because they thought it was bad, even though you like all the stuff they usually post. And then you should watch my shit. That's not how we watch stuff. You basically yeah. gave yourself a zero star rating on Yelp and then asked people to go to your restaurant. hundred That's not, that's never how I promoted a special. What I always did was I put out a project that had a theme, right? Like the four for one. It was that this is a night in New York. The views mm -hmm. for the sis was this is a pushback against all the PC shit that I saw in, in like, you know, normal corporate or whatever comedy, et cetera, all the networks. But I never was like the reason you should watch this because nobody wants it. But I right. think comics have seen my journey and they're like, oh, the way you get people to support you is you say that nobody wanted your shit and then they get behind you. That's not how it works. You're just saying yeah. that your special sucks. <laughs> I think they're trying to do that us versus them mentality. But yeah, they're really overplaying the hand. But you create us versus them in a different way. You can galvanize right. people not by the networks not supporting them because people can't relate to that. The average person that just has an accounting job isn't going, yeah, you know, Amazon passed on me too. <laughs> yeah. right there's nothing <laughs> it just makes no sense so i, I just yeah. yeah yeah that's why for me like even talking to you right now like i want people to understand your rage so that when oh, we sure. get to the point of your special where we're like yo you got to check out feeney's special it's called rage against the routine then they get a sense of who you are as a person and they're like oh shit i get i get pissed off about monday and shit too maybe i want to fuck with this special as well dude here's you a perfect a hundred percent. Is it like Seinfeld with emotion? Like a less autistic <laughs> Seinfeld. Let me guess. Yeah, you go on yeah. stage like, whoa, I'm on stage. <laughs> whoa. Whoa, I came into the same stage that I always come into. I'm going to act crazy about yeah. that. Oh, man. How trash I is Seinfeld, it. right? I love Seinfeld. I'm such a hater. I, I, I love Seinfeld. He's, that fucking he's, he was, he's, a, he's, a, he's a monolith, but fucking that last special I just watched, man. Uh, not great. 
Not uh, not great. I need to see it. I haven't seen it. Well, it's, it's, we don't we tough. don't trash comedian specials on this show. Okay. I didn't trash. You just trash it. I said the human being. Great. Just trash the human beings themselves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, got you. All right. I all meant right. how trash is the show Seinfeld. <laughs> oh no, fuck that, dude. That show's great. You um, like that show? Dude, not everybody not only, likes the listen, show. Listen, do you not know what? You know how? You know Pretzels the only thing more thirsty. basic. Yeah. No, you know don't the only thing more basic. No. more basic. Who eats pretzels without something to drink? Now, the only thing that's more basic bitch than fucking liking Seinfeld is trying to be the contrarian. I don't Ooh. like Seinfeld. Oh, shit. That's oh, that shit. shit. He made that point with a pen in his hand. That's how you know it's real. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, no one says they don't like Seinfeld. Nah, you do. People. I'm the only one. There's a group You're not the, the only, only one, one, one that here. says they the don't like Seinfeld. Name another person that says it. Mad people say Name it. one. My brother and don't like it. He's smart. Anybody who likes friends. <laughs> Think about it. Nobody says they don't like Seinfeld because everybody wants Seinfeld to give them some shit. I don't give a fuck what Seinfeld gives me. <laughs> the show stinks. The show is bad. It's objectively bad comedy. It's objectively. It is. It is objectively Elaine doesn't have one female sick. friend. Fuck out of here. She I don't does. know if she does, but that's, well, that, that actually friends? rings true. The ones that she lives with, her roommates. She she's does have a female roommate. She's got she female, female roommates. roommate. Yeah, maybe the most realistic thing in the show. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the most realistic thing in the show might be. I just can't buy it, dude. It doesn't make any sense. It does. I don't relate to it in any way. And I grew up okay. in Manhattan. These are my people. Yeah. yeah, these are my people, and I'm telling you, it's fake. Like, what if know, Italians? Cr- what if Italians? Nobody trash watches the Seinfeld for the reality. Say again? You won't watch Seinfeld for the reality. <laughs> yeah, You're not like, yo, it's such a realistic depiction of the city. Hold on. I thought it's like the whole, wire, but I New thought York. his whole comedy is look how relatable this is. Everybody goes through this. No, the so comedy it is, the is rea- in reality. the small things that we all go through, but the show itself as a whole mm. isn't supposed to be some a nonfiction fucking nah, display got, of New yo, York. Yo, you life. guys are right. It's comedic genius. Like, isn't it crazy how like I was trying to park here and now you're trying to park here? How are we gonna work out this dispute? That sounds pretty brilliant. Where's that? Sounds like fire. Where's TV? Alec Baldwin when you need him? Right? We need a I don't tough see guy how that, that work relates, but yo, the rest of it sounded fire. <laughs> this oh, son, is, if you replace Alec Baldwin dude. with Kramer, ball game. Yeah, Fuck I'm in. this show, I'm in. dude. Hitman Holla ball game. Schultz sound like a man who's seen every episode of this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I think by proxy, I've seen every episode, and I'm just like, eh. Just like, do you really watch it and you go, uh, you, you laugh out loud? Like, you laugh like you would laugh at the office? You laugh out it's, loud? I laugh out loud. It's, I you laugh, laugh out, loud. out loud? I laugh out loud. Mainly at Kramer. Yo, Kramer, Kramer great, man. I don't care how racist George he is. This guy's it. fucking great. George is one of the best characters of all time. Why? Characters. Why? Because because he's mad he gets fucked over every single time. His life is miserable. It's great. R.I.P. to Jerry Stiller, by the way. You shouldn't on Seinfeld on quite the day. Yes. Why? What happened to Jerry Stiller? Jerry Stiller died yesterday. From Corona? Nah, I no, don't think so. From 92. Yeah, if he was supposed to go, he's supposed to go. Yeah. Isn't he old? <laughs> How old is he? <laughs> I can't argue with 92 is 92. He's 92 and we're going to feel bad about this? But he's still funny, though. He was still funny, yo. Funny till the end. He was he still fate. He has so many funny lines. Uh. I'm going to be honest with you. Best part of the show. Jerry Stiller. <laughs> That's part of the show. I'm the you can make that argument. Might have been the only argument. redeeming part of Seinfeld uh, is Jerry Stiller yeah. and his wife. Their relationship, only redeeming part. Hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking great, man. All right. What are more things you like that suck? Uh, can I tell you this thing, no. though? 
about all right well uh, <laughs> <laughs> were you gonna like, do a bit like this is a late night show <laughs> what that was we, the no, only thing no, we, gotta, this thing? we gotta byron yeah. allen we gotta like start we gotta like <laughs> set you up like randomly so mike feedy you've been brushing your teeth with an electronic toothbrush <laughs> <laughs> funny it's you funny say you say that. You ever notice about Sonicare how it's not? <laughs> no, man. But it's it's a crazy thing because uh, you know I've been talking to my mom who's in Florida, uh, so I haven't seen her. I was supposed to be down there this weekend, right? But uh, I haven't seen her since the thing. And Florida is like crazy. They just there's no restrictions. They're letting everybody do whatever the fuck ooh, they want. Ooh, 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 yeah. Ooh, ooh. And my mom is like classic. Like oh, who gives a shit if they say it's good? We're good to go. We're you know, good. I'm not gonna stop yeah. living, right? Yeah. Uh, and my mom very little watches the news, so she really doesn't have any grasp of what's going on here. Right. And I thought I think my mom's fully florida now dude she's losing it talk like, to me because i like this okay i'll tell you she she calls me the other night at like 10 o'clock at night and she goes she she saw this this article about a woman that was in a coma i don't know if you heard about this she was in a coma and one of the orderlies like raped her and got her pregnant and the g- woman had a baby while in a coma best so way to do fo- it and had no idea right so my, didn't feel the best thing. way to have didn't the baby and I mean, what is an was, epidural? An epidural is a body coma, right? Yeah, you just don't feel anything, right? Isn't that what an epidural essentially does? I guess so. I mean, so if the, you wanted a baby, hypothetically. <laughs> Dude, this is where I'm going. This okay, is where I'm going. Go, go, my, mom, go. my mom goes, first, I'm, she's like, did you hear the story? I go, yeah. I go, that's horrifying. It's such a horrifying thing. And she goes, right. But here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> she, goes, she goes, listen. She goes, there's so many like unfortunate women that can't have babies right. out there. Yeah. Why can't we make coma surrogates and just sign it up like an organ donor? If I'm in a coma, I'll have your baby. Yo, you can just not put a, it. It's not a bad idea. It's not the worst <laughs> idea. What's the deal with vegetables having kids? <laughs> I mean, let's use them for something or pull the plug. <laughs> we should save a, some money on electricity in here. Whoa, did somebody say vegetable? <laughs> did somebody say vegetable, Jerry? Do you have some vegetables? Do you need me to get you guys some vegetables? <laughs> you the so son. that's you, every episode of Seinfeld, you're a right? Son. <laughs> oh, I like some vegetables. That is literally no <laughs> episode of Seinfeld ever. <laughs> that's every Seinfeld episode, right? Let's do a Seinfeld. Let's do a Seinfeld episode right now, right? Let's do a Seinfeld episode right now. <laughs> Okay. Here's a Seinfeld episode. Here's a Seinfeld episode. Walks out, stubs toe on the threshold. Hey. Why do we still have thresholds? I mean, it's not like if you get married, you actually carry your woman, your wife over a threshold. I'm interested. What's the point of a threshold? Where's this going? I don't know what a threshold is for. That's kind of stupid. Ah, we shouldn't have thresholds. Storyline B, right? The joke fell apart at the no, end. No, no, it's got to come back. It's a comeback. 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 a lot of funny, though. Seinfeld, no, would, Seinfeld would do 15 minutes of funny on the threshold. But how would, how would it be funny? You had something with the wife, wife carrying. I was the, with the wife carrying, it was going to be good. Yeah. And that's the genius yeah. of Seinfeld as he keeps going. But you know what I was going to come back with? <laughs> okay. I was going to come back with Kramer walks in and trips over the fucking threshold. And then it's like, oh, wow, the threshold has come full circle. This is an episode of Seinfeld. See how unfunny it is? You're a hater. You somebody. left out a lot. Hater, but that's how. That's what it is. If you break down an episode of Seinfeld, make it funny. It's funny. How? Because it's funny. All right. All right, guys. 
final break. This don't even feel like a break. I got to shout out the homies, man. Hell Radix. Yeah. Shout out to Radix Remedies. You already know Radix Remedies. This is the CBD supplier for the Flagrant 2 Asshole Army. Not only do they have them roll-up joints that smoke like a joint, feel like a joint shit, they might even get you high like a joint. Mm. They also got the rubs. They have the sprays. They got the nighttime gummies with the melatonin. Be very careful with those, but those have been putting Akash's ass to sleep for good. (laughs) (laughs) But, um... Real talk, if you are taking any form of CBD, make sure these guys provide you with the CBD. They're real legit dudes. It's a great company. It's outside of Austin. People have gone. Asshole Army members have gone to the store in Austin. They've hooked them up right there on the spot. They support what we do. They support the flagrancy, so we're supporting them. Um, They've been putting out these... uh, these uh, bottles of hand sanitizer because they were able to make that similar to the CBD machine, donating uh, a bottle for every bottle purchase to like people in need. I think they're doing the right thing with their company at a time like this. So we try to support them as much as we possibly can. So light one up for our boys at Radix Remedy, man. RadixRemedies.com uh, slash flagrant promo code flagrant to make sure you get that discount. Um, they got everything you need. They got monthly packages. They got the one-offs, whatever you possibly could need in the CBD genre. They got it for you. They got the neuro root if you need to be a little sharper upstairs. I know you're about to get back to work. You've been, you know, furloughed for a couple months. You need your brain to be sharp. Get that neuro root going. A lot of cool stuff going on over there. So shout out to Radix Remedies, man. RadixRemedies.com. Flagrant is always the promo code. I'm going to keep it a buck buck. Keep it a buck buck. I've tried a bunch of different CBDs. I've gone to Cali and got the weed shop CBD, whatever. The single best CBD I've had in terms of effectiveness is this CBD joint from Radix Remedies. Let's go. Light it up for the homies. Radix Remedies. R-A-D-I-X Remedies.com. Peace. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so your mom thinks that we should rape women in comas and then make (laughs) them have children. Dude, that's what I was like. I was like, rape? That's what you're saying? And she's like, and this was her line that I was like, oh, my mom's fully lost it. She goes, they're just laying there anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Hold on. These are, these, (laughs) these are people who, these are people who will never wake up again. You I mean, who knows? That's the thing about comas. You could be in a coma for three days That's or 11 years. That's the thing about comas. <laughs> who knows? Honestly, that was kind of funny. That was kind of funny right there. And if that was an episode of Seinfeld, maybe it's that the subject material is too soft for me to be in, yeah. like, invested in. Like, I don't care about parking tickets. I don't care about any of this shit. But if it was like women in comas getting raped and like becoming surrogates <laughs> because they're just laying there, right? You know what I mean? That would be Sein- kind of, you know what I mean? That'd be kind of fire. Seinfeld That'd be meets cool to see Kramer, Kramer busting the door of the fucking coma unit. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my seed. Which one am I gonna pick? <laughs> Not the black one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, God. Is your pop still alive? Yeah, yeah. He's. They're just divorced. He also lives in Florida. So Do they hang because... out? Do they see each other? Nah, they're on different coasts. Do they know that? Did they make that decision knowing that who's on what coast? My yeah, my mom moved down there like ten years before my dad. But it's the Long like Island a- way. You turn like sixty, you have to move to Florida. Otherwise, they I don't know. So they come for you. Yeah, you also don't want to be in this fucking cold. Go to yeah, Florida. dude. No. I mean, there's no point to be here. I'm if, ready to get uh, out now. Have to. Yeah. Um. Now, yeah. so they go down there. Uh, do you think your dad was chasing after that old tale, or do you think that he was trying to live a different life? Breaking hips. He was a living different life. He was already remarried to someone older. 
He, he remarried, married an older woman. Wow, an older woman. Yeah, and she's older? the opposite of my mom. Uh, I don't know how much older she is than my mom, but she's older than him. And my dad was like five years younger. That I mean, my dad was five years older than my mom, so he went like probably like a seven year, eight year swing. And this new woman, and is he just crushing that box or? I can't imagine. She's very like chill and like reading out by the porch. You know what I mean? Right. Like no sun, just kind of like chill. She's an artist. She Maybe paints. she's just tired from fucking your dad. Yo, that's true. <laughs> Fuck. He could be Fuck turning off. her into smithereens. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I don't think that you've seen my dad's physical body. Uh, he's like, he's, he used to be my size. He's now 260. And it's just, it's all six foot, 260, Santa stomach, uh, Budweiser for the last 35 years. We'll do that. But maybe she just hops on that, right? With that dried out douche. <laughs> and then just, they just stop. go to fucking town. Dude. And maybe the sweat from underneath his stomach helps her. Oh, yeah. When she needs to wet up, you know she just mean? dips a pinky in his belly button and <laughs> just rubs that shit. You guys are just bad people. That's what it is. <laughs> Let's get back to talking about raping so- coma surrogates. <laughs> no, but what if it's an option like when you get your license? If I'm in a coma... You can yes use my fucking organs or my vagine or my that's vagine what we're for about. good. You, you put it on your driver's license. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like an organ donor. Now, now here's the donate. thing. I think a lot of people are taking this in a bad way because they're like, oh, you're gonna fuck them and then they're gonna get pregnant. What you're saying is like you should like use artificial insemination. Yeah, and what uh, I mean, you know, I guess. Uh, but what mm-hmm. I'm saying is, or would you like, get the job done yourself? <laughs> No, not. I'm saying, let's say you and your girl, you can't have kids because you got a broke dick or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, you guys mm, want to have a baby, or well. she can't have a baby. Yeah. You take the cum, you put it in her, and then you fucking. But how you baby. get it in her, I think, changes how we look at the situation, right? Yeah. If let's you do like the cow kill Bill, it it's fucked up. But if you yeah, go yeah. turkey base, then turkey I think based. we can understand it, especially sure. if this person's a vegetable forever. Well, listen, it's all supervised. What? what i just lost interest (laughs) that's that's for the medical professionals have to be present obviously not just one guy running in there with a baster of cum just squirting but when you're with the doctor and the doctor is doing like the turkey basting do you think when he does the final push you just go Uh, don't touch it. Don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Pull it out slowly. Pull it out yeah, slowly. Yeah. Leave uh, a little on uh, your belly. <laughs> Aftershocks. <laughs> Aftershocks. <laughs> oh, buddy. Dude, Dude how crazy. Beanie, wild be? motherfucker. Yeah, man. That would be crazy, I think, though. You know, there'd be painless pregnancies. That's what women always say. That's the worst pain ever. You know, it's having a baby. Boom, you wake up. How you feeling? Great. By the way, you had a kid. Whoa. Tightened you up. Yeah. Yeah, if they wake up. Yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of fucked up. if they the wake up. The nightmare. Yeah. The nightmare is if you it artificially inseminate them and they wake up from the coma mid-childbirth. That's that would be the absolute hell. Shit. That's crazy. <laughs> that would be pure hell. What do you do in that moment? But it did wake you up. So... Oh, you know, silver lining. Mm. Oh, guys, I think we figured it out. That would be a good way to cure <laughs> female coma patients. I think we fit. Yeah, what do we do with the men in a coma? Can we stuff like fuck them in, in their ass? <laughs> can we? Can we? Can <laughs> <for> fun? <laughs> See if that wakes them up. <laughs> 
son, that's the most dude way to wake your boy in a coma. Up. <laughs> like, like the doctor's like, your friend's in a coma. He's not like, oh, work. All right, get me a cucumber, fam. Now we gonna see. You're just jamming a cucumber. Oh, you really in a coma, Todd? Really, Todd? I see you smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be honest, you would try it. We honestly. One hundred percent. And then if he wakes up, you can call him gay for the rest of your life. Exactly. He's, he's great. Sleep, bro. He's fake sleep. Don't believe this shit. You take it out of his ass, put it right under his nose. He's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Feeny, man. Yeah, dude. Feeny, what are you thinking? How long are we in this quarantine? You think we're ready to get back to these shows or what? Man, I, I still have a club. There's a club in Seattle that still has me going out there in July, and I'm not confident about that anymore. But I'm, I'm starting Meaning to think. Meaning you would do it, but you're not confident they will allow it. They're asking me. They're like, you're still good? But I'm like, I don't know that the world's going to be good to do that, you know, by then. July seems soon. Nah, just do it, I mean, bro. Who cares? Who cares if you get it, Feeney? You got no kids. Your parents don't off, love you. They moved to the other side of the country. Yeah. <laughs> first off, yes, I already have Mom, everything is good. I got corona, baby. I still can't. I haven't been able to smell since March. I have no sense of smell. That's I was crazy. very sick. Yeah, it really sucks. That's crazy. Wait a minute, you Except have corona? I don't know if I, I mean I think I, I definitely had it I, I de- and it's probably still in me because I don't have my full sense of smell back and that's like the biggest symptom I had all the shit besides a fever every other symptom I had how do you neglect then, to mention the most interesting thing about you in the beginning <laughs> of this shit 30 minutes of an interview <laughs> yeah yeah. we did uh, I did the helium I did Philly helium we bumped with, you last week and you still didn't think of this story you had Listen, a whole man, week you know <laughs> To remind yourself that you had corona and then we could talk about it. And you start with road rage? <laughs> you you fucking Byron Allen me into that. Listen, I didn't think you had to take it. I was just trying to set the table. I was like, yeah, he likes road rage. And you're like, yeah, you want to like it better? Fucking dead chicks. <laughs> you know what? You set that up very perfectly like an episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> In the camera, yeah. son, on that Damn, ass. Son. In the yep. camera, oh. son, on that yep. ass. Feeny fucking got me right there. Yep. <laughs> Shit. Um, but no, no, I definitely had. And what my wife, like, I think, bro? had it too. Uh, it was br- my wife had caught it worse than I did. She had the fever for like three straight days and everything. It felt just like a really terrible flu. And then what? It what was, happened with that when she had the fever? Like, how, what'd you do with her? Did you fucking? Well, we they said if you're at three days at over a hundred and at no, the time it was like a hundred and we don't care about the temperature, bro. We just want to know how you treated her when she was all <laughs> sick. Three high as fuck. Though. Oh, I gave her I gave her Tylenol and the fucking cold compress. There's nothing you could. She just slept for so much of the time. But she's also one of the, she's a kin Italian. Yeah. They don't want you. She like refuses to accept any help at all whatsoever. Yeah. So, which kind of, I just kind of was playing video games. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, dude, it was, you know, you got to, I got like a two day, you got a vacation hour. from marriage. That's fantastic. Yeah, Yo, be hours. honest, be honest. When she had Corona, did you try to fuck? Is she going to get pregnant in seven months? That's <laughs> what we're trying honest, to figure no, no, no. out. Keep it real. Oh, Corona baby. Keep it real. When she said she couldn't taste anything, were you like, I have an idea? <laughs> <laughs> Let's test like, that theory right now. I can't smell right anything now. and I can't taste anything. You're like, I haven't showered in three days. I have an idea of an activity for us, babe. It's time to bond. <laughs> yeah. 
Dude, we were. Is that when your like, mom gave you the coma theory when you when you were like, "Yeah, my wife just keeps sleeping." She was like, "Hey, interesting story." <laughs> I want a child, Michael. <laughs> I want a child. A Down in Florida, they're doing interesting things with people that sleep all day. Dude, it was brutal. I just hate that that I can't smell anything. It's driving me crazy. In New York, it's all right, like walking around the street because there's nobody has cleaned the street, so everything smells like garbage, which is great. I can't smell that. It's a fucking superpower. But otherwise, it's a it's been a nightmare. Man. I just smelled rubbing alcohol before this podcast. I tried to smell it, got nothing from it. Whoa, that's nothing. Wild. Damn, dog, you can't smell anymore, bro. I hope it comes back. They say it comes back after a couple of weeks. I had it the second week of March. So what? The I don't fuck? think you're getting your smell back, bro. Oh, that's shit. crazy. I don't, I don't know if I am, man. And it really is a bummer because things that I love, like the smell of coffee, can't smell it anymore. Whoa. Or I can, I smell a little bit, but it doesn't smell what I like. The smell, it smells like a weird shitty version of it have you tried shaving that horrible mustache <laughs> pot calling the kettle black what, what, is, what is it how does it how does it mark yo we need to get that that shit is hot you got it yo we need to get that as a, as a button for our hit that hit that hit that hit that how's that show not fire yo i don't know what he just did that's the hottest theme song that's what they do in between the show they do they do the the music and then in at the very end it goes like that i thought he slaps that bass bro that's in the beginning this all the song's got an arc bro see the i think that shit ain't fire All right, See, stop. We're going to get flagged for that shit, bro. Come on. <laughs> Damn, bro. All right, maybe Seinfeld is fire, man. <laughs> this shit is hot, bro. Seinfeld is fire, dog. Heat. Hey, bro. He's the, he's the best, bro. <laughs> yo, he's, yo, Seinfeld might be the best. Yo, son, it's mad difficult to eat on a plane, bro. Have y'all ever tried that? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, have y'all ever tried you? Know, I didn't even try because I heard Seinfeld saying how hard it was. It's was like, so difficult. Hey, like, how do you lower the thing in first class where you have a fucking cabin to yourself? Stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah. trying to relate to me. You know what's interesting about his new special, though, is that uh, no networks wanted it, so he had to put it. In- <laughs> <laughs> the industry's clueless, you know? Yeah. This shit is so funny when I see it. We comic stop it, bro. Stop it. You gotta Last think about step. something, market something in a way that people want to see it, not in a way they shouldn't. Don't give everybody the reason why they shouldn't watch your spec. No, everybody should watch. I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go the other way. I'm gonna say that everybody wanted my special, and I turned all them down. Now, Fuck everybody, there we go. That's a smart move. The way it works, the way it works after the fact is you create David versus Goliath, right? If you're like nobody, after you have successful, after you do a million views, then you go, nobody won it, and I still got a million views. Then it's exciting for the people because they relate to that. But if you're like, right. nobody wanted it, and nobody still watched it, they're like, <laughs> there was a reason. Boom, ba dum bum So Feeny, bro, tell the people, man, why should we watch the special? Guys, it's uh, I've been doing comedy fucking over eleven years now. This is my uh, my my debut uh, special, over fifty minutes stand up comedy. Uh, it took place, filmed it right here in New York City, New York Comedy Club, and uh, I think it's fucking great. The feedback has been great so far on it. I'm really what proud is of it. One joke that they have to see in it. 
Because nobody cares how long you've been doing comedy. Nobody yeah. cares where you filmed it. Nobody cares about these things. You want to do that over? Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to redo it. We're going to so. practice this. <laughs> we're going to practice. It is What is one bit? Because that's how I would pitch it to somebody. I was like, yeah. bro, you just got to watch the special. He's got this one bit about fucking surrogates coma, coma women being <laughs> so yeah I'm beginning to think you don't know how to lead things because you led your pitch with I'm old uh, I've been doing comedy a long time you know this is the first time you've I've done anything. Uh, you sound like Akash trying to get pussy, bro. That's what <laughs> I got a small dick. I'm not that tall. You know what I mean? And I'm figuring things out with my apartment. And my, might be moving to Jersey. Not exactly sure how these things. Wanna, There's a reason I only had one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Akash acts like it was his choice being a virgin until 30. <laughs> Hey, I'm from India. I'm not used to women having choices. I don't know. Yeah. What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? We would have knocked this shit off the park way yeah. earlier back home. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Man. Oh, if you're gonna fuck. watch, if you're gonna, you should watch the special because of just go watch the. What's your favorite bit, bit on it? What's your favorite bit on it? Because that's how I would pitch it. I'd be like, bro, like, because we always think about that, like, when we're pitching each other specials, like, yo, you got to see Burr's special. Why? He's got this bit about a helicopter ride. You right. know what I mean? It's usually like one thing. So what's the one thing that you think people should check out? And then All they'll right. watch the whole thing, hopefully, too. Outside of the gun control thing, my favorite bit on the album is uh, is is a perfect example of how petty and angry that I get. I went on a plane and got, uh, and was, first I was just trying to drink, because I drink on a plane. I'm not going to do the whole bit, but I was just trying to drink on the plane. Mm -hmm. uh, the woman comes over, and first off, she judges me for ordering a drink, because it was early. But it's right. like, fuck you, we might fucking crash, and I'm not going down sober, fuck yeah, off, yeah. you know? And then uh, I proceeded to get, to have six drinks on the flight, instead of my usual to two. To spite her. Despite her, all pettiness, dude. And it was all pettiness and got absolutely hammered. She gave me this obnoxious thing. I tried to all be nice and was like, can I open the tab? Yeah. And she does a whole thing where she was like, um, this is an airplane, not a bar. It's fucking obnoxious. <laughs> and, uh, and then I get... The stewardess said that to me. She goes, this is an airplane, not a, she lemon squeeze, like not a bar. She did that with her face. And uh, that's why I was like, I'm going to get shit faced despite her today. I love it. Yeah, you it's all about petty. If you if you're petty or if you got rage, you'll like that bit. It's it's perfect justice. And you might like the rest of it. That's what we should have called the special Petty Justice. <laughs> Ooh, good name for the next one, Feeney. Right it Write down. it down, Petty Justice. <laughs> yeah, man. And then make sure you check Feeney out on um TikTok. Your Mike Feeney on TikTok. At I am Mike Feeney on all social media. Oh, all of them. Yeah, man. Okay, Uniform. so make sure you check out Mike. Mike will be back on, but I love you, man. I think it's great. I think you're a hard worker. I think there's a lot of comics. Uh, I think there's a lot of comics that pretend that they want it, but they're not really willing to do all the work. They'll do like yep. bare minimum work. And I think that you've always struck me as someone, and this is why I put up with your fucking annoying ass text message. You will text me at like two in the morning and be like, do you think this is a good caption? I have better <laughs> shit to do than I'm write your fucking thinking. captions. I'm always thinking. But the reason why I always respond about always it is because, is because one, I believe in you, but also because you'll fucking do the work. I know you'll yeah. do the work and it's so cool to see and so refreshing to see. And I think that people who are willing to do the work and put in the fucking work uh, deserve success that comes with that, man. So I wish you the best with everything. I was super Thank excited you, for you when shit started to blow up on TikTok, and I hope millions of people start to watch your special. Uh, but don't define it by that, obviously. No. Do you know what I'm saying? Like whatever yeah, yeah. you get, you have to feel confident with the product, man. And I think I'm already, I'm already happy shit. with it. Really? 
Yeah. So it's going. I'm already happy. Yeah, baby. All it's right, starting good, to, it's, it's doing well. Yeah. Great, man. So thank you so much Love for you, coming Fini. on, dog. Anything else you Love want to tell the people about? And it's Rage Against the Routine. Check it out. Not Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Routine. Obviously, it's a playoff Feeney's favorite band, which is yes. Rage Against the Machine. And, yes, uh, I love the title, yo. Ready it's, it's perfect. Great title. It's perfect. I Great appreciate title. that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, other than that, if you guys want to listen to podcasts, Irish Goodbye podcast, oh, I got with Mike Cannon. I can't believe just... I forgot this. So yeah. So Mike Cannon has also been on here. Y'all love Mike. Uh, they do a podcast together called the Irish Goodbye Podcast. Got a Patreon. And you guys got a Patreon as well. We you got have a Patreon. Another... We started. We started a second podcast called "What's the Scenario" with me, Cannon, and uh, Brennan Sagalow. Shout out to Sagalow, man. Sagalow is the yeah. greatest. So yeah, so man, check out all their stuff, man. They got tons of stuff out there. And Cannon also had as a special uh, that's yep. out as well. Hilarious. Life begins. Uh, life begins. Super, super funny. He's been doing these great Ellen DeGeneres videos. Oh, they're so <laughs> yeah. He's funny. totally losing so his mind, they're dude. So he's so funny. good, dude. Anyway, I, I wish you guys much success. I think you guys are very important for New York comedy, and I'll be here to support you guys in any way you can. I'm sure Akash feel the same. Yep, yep. And uh, we love you, buddy. Be good, all right. Love Appreciate you. you. Have a good one, boys. Absolutely. Thanks Peace. for having me.